Hello, and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101, the podcast that is going straight to the wild, wild west. Yeah, this is level 186, and we've actually 86 a couple of our normal panelists. Uh, we have with us this week, of course, Kushmus. I'm here. I'm st- I made it. I didn't get cut. I don't know. You were late. You're still got to go to detention. Uh, oh. Mm. And we have a guest with us today. None other than Wild West 08. Welcome aboard. Thanks, guys. Welcome. And I uh, don't know where the bodies are hidden of uh, Rocker or uh, Foof, but maybe someday you'll find them. I don't know. Who? I don't know uh, who you're talking exactly. about. Um, you get special privileges when you reach a certain score on Xbox. So, I mean, they cut class. All right, you you um, you just did uh, the first your first ever segue without even knowing. Yeah, like, yeah, cutting right to the chase. Unburied Talk the to lead. us. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was trying to say. He buried the <laughs> rock on Fufu, and then he buried the lead. And we're just gonna go right on. <laughs> yeah. Go for it. Uh, fine, I'll say it. My man, Wild West 08 has hit 1 million gamer score. That's wild. Congratulations. Well, thanks. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself first, and then we'll head back. We'll start at the beginning and then go back to the end. <laughs> I was say, are we going to Benjamin Button this or something? Or No. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Wild West 08. Uh, that was a so for my gamer tag that was uh, something that was from high school um my, part of my last name i'm not going to say that for security reasons who knows whoever decides to listen to this but it is play on my name and also i'm a big <laughs> sports fan <laughs> big sports fan uh, uh grew up in la uh, so kobe bryant were zero eight first so that's where the 08 comes in oh so uh but yeah just uh when I was uh, moving from California to Oregon, my parents rented a townhome and had that townhome had a Nintendo to rent and my dad would rent it. And that's how I got my first interaction into gaming, playing Mario with my dad. And uh, pretty soon they saw that that was too much for me to handle. And so they said only PC and Game Boy. No, uh, <laughs> no Nintendo growing up like that, but... Too much showed, to handle. What do you mean? You were like I don't obsessed? know. I, I, yeah, I was obsessed. I would. Oh, okay. My friends had Super Nintendos, and I'd go over there on sleepovers, whatever. We play till three or four in the morning. I mean, it was. I think they thought they were doing me good or something. I don't know, but I showed them because I went off to college, and the first thing I did was buy an Xbox. So. Thought uh, <laughs> <laughs> you were going to say you put a Nintendo. <laughs> I'll show you. <laughs> I would have, but that probably would have been more expensive to buy. Now a hold Nintendo. on, hold on. <laughs> you said you were in college and you bought an Xbox. Is that an I OG did. Xbox? It is an OG Xbox. Oh yes. my man! I OG think Xbox near the same age range. Mm, probably. Oh my gosh! So mm. I was exposed to land parties uh, with Halo grow, uh, when they first came out, and so that kind of. Uh, got me going on Xbox. All my friends in high school had PlayStations and GameCubes and stuff, so we would do that. But the Halo is the awesome the first one that got me into Xbox. So we have someone who knows what a LAN party is. L, this is unprecedented. <laughs> just barely. Just barely. <laughs> just barely. It's fine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, unfortunately have never 
had a LAN party. You've never had a LAN party. No, really. In college. But I did. I, but yeah, what's that? In college, we would string <laughs> phone line between our Macs yeah. so that we could play um, uh, mar- Marathon. So we'd string, we'd string phone cable uh, from one floor to the next floor, out the window, under, you know, through the window, up, you know, and then we'd, uh, we'd play Marathon that way. Wow. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. That, that <laughs> yeah, builds, your, builds your love of games. <laughs> I guess. It's pizza and land parties, right? It's yeah. A staple of every young, growing mind. That's what college is all about. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, so that was uh, there. Uh, growing up, PC games were the big thing, along with Pokemon. So, got to play a lot of simulation oh, games. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. They may as well be here. <laughs> I know. I think I'm going to be covering both of the other two and the, some of the games I like. But yeah, did a lot of uh, Age of Empires and Zoo Tycoon and games like that growing up. And But yeah, it was uh, achievements kind of got me uh, into playing a little bit further into games. And sometimes it's a blessing, sometimes it's a curse, but it's... Uh, it's been a lot of fun exploring games and kind of seeing more of what the developers make for you versus just kind of playing it and for the story quickly and moving on. But you have a favorite genre or series or anything like that? Yeah. Uh, so action RPGs kind of uh, uh, getting into the 360 was when I really started getting gamer score and other stuff involved. And uh, Fallout 3 was kind of the first big game that I got involved with gamer score. So I've always partial to Fallout series and uh, what they have. I don't really appreciate where they're going with it now, but I mean, I don't, I'm not into the building stuff in Fallout 4 or whatever, but uh, action RPGs are kind of the stuff stuff that I enjoy quite a bit. Oh, come on. They haven't made a better action RPG than Zelda Link to the Past, so why even play anything? Uh, my wife's a Zelda fan, so she would appreciate that. Nice. That's about all her all right. fan is. Get, get her on here. We don't need this <laughs> from Cuddly or whatever. <laughs> so I can pick one game series. That's not a bad series. It's, it's got a lot of... <laughs> it's got a lot of a lot of content that could keep you happy yeah. for a while. A lot of but, can, content, a lot of variety. So. Yeah. But yeah, Halo series, Fallout series, Alan Wake, Bioshock, Red Dead. I mean, some big, big series that I enjoyed. All right, well... Yeah. Well, well, what got you into achievements, my man? Uh, you know, I can't really think about one thing. I just started, you know, seeing that pop on the screen and just started uh, going for stuff. Uh, enjoyed it. You know, back in the 360 days, it doesn't wasn't like it how it is now where everything pops every five seconds and you move on. But mm. so you had to play mm. a little bit more. But uh, I just enjoyed kind of, you know, I remember looking at some list a while ago. I think it was Mass Effect. When that came out, and uh, kind of looking at that, and was like, "Huh, I wonder what all this stuff is about." And so, just started looking at stuff. Uh, looked at the old other website that we won't mention, and uh, saw some guides there about how to get stuff involved and 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 pop the achievements and whatnot. And started doing that, and uh, have been hooked ever since. Nice. Yeah, for all you uh, young people, back in the day on the three sixty. It used to say achievement unlocked on the screen and nothing else. It wouldn't tell you what achievement you even got. You had to go in and search it out. <laughs> or what Yeah, what it was for. There's no crystal. It would just say achievement unlocked and that's it. And you're like, huh. You'd be like, what the heck are you talking about? 
And then eventually they would tell you the name of the achievement and how much gamer score it and all that stuff. But at the beginning, nope. Or you get an avatar. It was a mystery. Like, what? Yeah. It was a mystery. Oh, yeah. The- gamer pick unlocked. Yes. Gamer pick? What the? Yeah, rush past those and just go straight for the achievements. I was like, yeah. I, don't, I don't give a crap. I kind of want to go <laughs> and back then- and get those now. Because, like... You can. I I think I did on some 360 games. Yeah. Yeah. There's a page on on TA that. Uh, oh, is there I really? This. Yeah. I think there's a uh, a board or a list or something that's dedicated to games that have, uh, you know, those sorts of weird things on the 360. The gamer picks and the avatar that's, items, and all that stuff. That's interesting. Yeah. I did not know that. Man, I'm getting waxing nostalgic now. Oh, yeah. 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 My favorite was when you would play a demo of the game you could download a trial of the xbox live arcade game what's a demo it would say oh you would have unlocked this achievement just pay now and unlock it. <laughs> yeah and you can unlock it yeah <laughs> i think they did yeah they did that on arcade games didn't they they were good right you could download a tri- yeah or tra- trial and mm-hmm. technically now that's ransomware um <laughs> so, wait wait you're telling me that spider-man knockoff game is ransomware <laughs> if you want your achievements back you'll pay us but yeah, that's a little bit about do you myself. Get into your big, do you want to get into your big milestone now or later? Oh, whatever mm. you guys want to do. I mean... Mm, all right, we'll come back to that. Sounds good. And we'll go right into our question of the week. And that is brought to you by our lovely friend Vulgar Latin. He says, today's topic is on the topic of licensed games. Which dormant license would you like to see more games in? What kind of games would you like to see? Uh, Nate, you want to read off some sure. patron responses first? Volker then goes on to answer his own question oh. by saying, oh, good. <laughs> I'd like to see more James Bond games. They had a downhill trend towards oh. there, uh, down towards the end, but they have a good history. I, I mean, new ones, not remaking Goldeneye again. So he probably wants like uh, Casino Royale. Wait, no, they did make a Casino Royale, didn't they? I don't did know I, what uh, he means. I don't think so. I think they did Quantum of Solace if I... They definitely did Quantum of Solace. I know that. Yeah. I feel like they did Casino Royale, but I can't remember the Daniel Craig Bond <laughs> yeah. like release date, so I can't recall that. Uh, Freemhole says, I'm going to ask an adjacent question. True to Freemhole. Thanks, Freemhole. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what he does. He answers a question with three other questions. <laughs> Do you think Microsoft are kicking themselves for paying for that Indiana Jones license when machine games could just make a pitfall Harry game now? Does the indie property offset the franchising cost, potential lack of creative freedom? Would anyone care for a 3D action platformer starring Pitfall Harry? What if they had Castlevania Lord of Shadows whip mechanics? Uh, so check back in three months when Freem answers his own questions. Uh, also, Freem wants the game that he just mentioned. Uh, and then Freem <laughs> responds later with the correct answer, uh, Gilmore Girls. Oh, can you imagine Gilmore Girls as like as no, like Golden. a um, yeah so the, as doesn't <laughs> doesn't say Gilmore. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, it does say Golden. Girls. I am I am picturing oh, um two Golden Girls, one never mind. No, I'm picturing like a Tim Schafer Monkey <laughs> Island type uh, where you've got you know just the the quick wit. Uh, and then you've you know you got little quests and they're walking because they're not going to be running, they're not going to be doing action, they're going to be hobbling around the kitchen. The apartment doing things like that. That's I think it's a perfect game for them. They can make a comeback. They should get those actors back. Uh, and Jay Black says, <laughs> uh, "Here's thinking outside the box for you. What about a series of games based on Stephen King novels? I think it would be interesting to see a game based on it. Pet Cemetery. I'm sorry, based on it. 
Capital I. Oh, yes. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Cemetery. The Green Mile. Cujo. The Stand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They'd sure. be very long games. Uh, <laughs> guy likes to write and write and write. Um, now that he mentions it, it's surprising that we haven't seen any of those. Yeah. Yeah. I think they would be hard to adapt, but I mean, they get maybe weird. That too. Some, sometimes his novels get weird. Like they're they're cool, and all of a sudden he's like, uh, "Nope, let's go right turn," and then they just get yeah. real weird. Like, oh, hey, guess what? Aliens. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I've just spoiled like three of his novels. I apologize. Damn it. Well, he has so many, Sorry. they don't know which three. So. <laughs> it's true. This is true. But I don't uh, know. What for about... me? For me? Like, um, I, I'm a big fan of tie-in games. So, like, uh, you know, if I see, you know, something from Dream Dreamscape uh, or whatever, all those, like, uh, Ice Age things, those, those types of movies, the, the animated movies that went to video games on the 360... I just love that stuff. It doesn't even have to be a good game. I don't care. I just I like the fact that it came from a movie property. So um, they stopped doing that. So I was found myself watching like Moana and Maya and the three. And I was just like, holy crap, these would be awesome tie-in games. Um, there was that other one too, uh, Rhea and the Last Dragon or whatever it was called. Um, yep, that would be it. awesome. Uh, what about the Mitchells versus the machines? Like they're missing. Like I just, ah, those yeah. were the types of movies that would have had tie-ins. Uh, and I'm just like, so upset that we'll never see what those could have been. Uh, well, yeah. could see, and the Kanto uh, music game. You could see Mitchell. I mean, Netflix is doing games now. You never know. That's true. At some point, maybe they'll, maybe it'll come back around. You never know. That was a good movie. We just uh, watched that my family recently. Yeah. It's quality. Plus, it would get kids involved, which, you know, there's not a lot of kids' games nowadays. Let's target those kids. Get them to buy stuff. <laughs> what about you, yeah, Nate, I, mm-hmm. I recently played a uh, movie tie-in game, your favorite genre, mm-hmm. on the 360 entitled Iron Man. Should be a genre. Yeah. And let me tell you, it's a little rough around the edges. But, uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I know, but it doesn't matter. It, it seemed like it had the, the real voice actors, though, so I don't even know. I'm gonna have to look into that, but the uh, yeah, some some 360 games look okay. This one, eh, those those cutscenes are a little rough around the edges, and and one of my pet peeves of having no subtitles, no subtitles during cutscenes, unacceptable. Come on, man, we <laughs> should got Rugrats running around. If it can be uh, run on the X1, they should be able to. That thing's so beefy. They should have like a text to speech or a speech to text. Oh the other way yeah, around. they should have. That. They should do that. It's a good idea. You should work for Microsoft. All right, let me read some more. We got some good responses this week. And we also got a response from Carpe Adam. <laughs> I'd love to see a Star Wars bounty hunter game that allows you to create your character from a wide range of different species as you explore areas hunting contracts. You'd acquire new weapons and armor and learn new abilities to upgrade your character. Uh, apparently, Star Wars is a long dormant uh, franchise. Hmm. Okay. All right, we'll go along with this for a second. You'd also earn credits from bounties to buy new items as well. Having multiplayer aspects where you can compete with other players for the same contract could make things interesting as well. Maybe even have MMO aspects. And then he switches gears and says a four-player co-op Stargate game would be cool. All right, so you like your sci-fi. 
and you know, co-op, four-player co-op, sounds good to me. I mean, they even made a, a Lord of the Rings, a three-player co-op game, War in the North. And, you know, that's a terrible franchise, and they made that game work, so, you know. I mean, hey, now. <laughs> there it is. You can't, you can't rag him when he's not here this week. <laughs> that was for you, my friend. Oh, uh, I see. I'll, I'll maybe go back to that series one day. I, I watched the first one in the theater, fell asleep, and Ugh. it was three hours of boredom. Anyway, extended version is probably way better. Chewy on Ice said, I would like another The Thing game. I love the first one, but it has had its issues. I think a modern one could be fantastic. I'd even be up for some sort of social deception multiplayer game based on the license. Well, I know... I guess I can tell you who uh, clogged the ballot boxes for a Project Winter during the Chibis now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just creating gamer tag. <laughs> Social deception in my butt. Chewy on ice, chewy on fire, chewy on earth, chewy on wind. Stop it. It's not the game of the year. Um, do you guys have any idea what The Thing game he's talking about? Yeah, The Thing. John Carpenter? Yeah, it was a mm. was that eighties movie, and then it was. I know the movie. No, yeah, yeah. I know the movie. No, he's saying there should be a game based on the thing. Yeah. He said another. I didn't know there was a thing mm. game. Okay, so I don't know about that. Right, I thought he was talking Fantastic I... Four. Honestly, oh. when I first heard <laughs> that, I thought he was talking about awesome. thing. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Well, you probably will. I mean, Marvel's is going to be making a new Fantastic Four movie soon, so you might get that your... That is actually my favorite. My favorite Marvel property is actually Fantastic Four, so I'm excited about that. Oh, the guy that did all the Spider-Man movies is directing that, so I don't know what your view on that is, but could be Stanley. good No. Raimi. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Raimi? <laughs> Sam Raimi. Uh, oh, good. No. Yeah, the, the, good, the good Spider-Man movies. <laughs> Which means Bruce Campbell has to be in that movie, right? He's in there somewhere. Maybe multiple oh, yeah. times. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right, so... Um, well, i got, well, I got to talk about mine. Oh, sure. Was. Go ahead. Not that I have any idea. But, um, you know, long dormant series such as, I don't know, Guacamelee. You know, it, it was interesting how they, they knocked out Guacamelee 1 and 2. They knocked out Ori 1 and 2. Metroidvania games, other than... Metroid don't seem to get a million sequels. It's very interesting. Maybe we need some more. But I think if they did another Guac or Ori, it would have to be different somehow, look different, play different. It's always weird because if they change too much, people are going to complain. But if it's the same, people are going to complain. People complain a lot. I just realized. Hmm. It's a fine just line. realized. Uh, <laughs> I just realized that, yeah. Obviously, you don't visit yeah, the TA forums very often. <laughs> no, I, I don't. <laughs> In protest of Noth getting kicked out, I can't go there anymore. <laughs> um, what about, I don't know, Viva Pinata? That that needs to come back. That It's been over a decade. I actually like Viva Pinata. I know people don't like it, but that was a good one. Surprised you don't see stuff like that come out. A new Conquer game. There you go. Every game in Rare Replay, get a sequel. Give us a sequel, but not Battletoads. That one was me. Mr. Wild West 08. Sure. That is your real name. <laughs> it is in some circles. Um, 
Echo said, can I get a modern Def Jam, please and thank you. Hmm, I'd like to talk to Mr. Echo about this. I don't, I I don't think I've played that game yet, so you guys would have to provide any insight um, there. But can we get the Super Bowl version? Um, <clears throat> like, I want them aged. <laughs> like, oh, God. Be so the great. amount of memes I've seen. It's like, so, did you enjoy the Super Bowl? Halftime? Might want to book a colonoscopy. <laughs> I want to see like an old yeah. Snoop Dogg yeah. doing capoeira. Um, you know, or like Matrix moves, like dodging just the way you know he moves, and you know, Fifty Cent is fighting upside down, hanging from ceilings everywhere, <laughs> falling down, awesome. breaking his back. I mean, <laughs> I I played Def Jam Vendetta on the PlayStation Two, which is was actually made by the people that made the WWF games for N sixty four. So it actually was was pretty cool. And then I played Def Jam Icon on the Xbox Three Sixty, and it was less cool. But it's basically just a fighting game with with hip hop and rap superstars. So the the concept is great, the music is great, <laughs> and there you have it. There it is. Uh, I'd love to talk to Echo about that. I'm yeah. hearing no bad things. <laughs> uh, your very own rocker dude would like a Power Rangers RPG to jingle his jollies. Are we allowed to say that on the air? Or not? Oh, I don't know. Said you it. can say it. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but he would like that in the maybe in the vein of Marvel Ultimate Alliance or Marvel Heroes Omega, just not Marvel's Avengers. Uh, <laughs> which I was very disappointed in, for sure. But uh, he goes on to say, uh, having different uh, powers and abilities would make it interesting. Also, a loot and melee Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle games, kind of like Borderlands. Just great ideas there. More Marvel games, the better. And Power Rangers are great, too. I know a certain Mike Pitch would be happy about that. So what he's saying is there should be a Lego Turtles game. Lego Turtles game would be pretty cool, too. Well, that's what I'm... Or Lego <laughs> Golden <joking>. Girls. <laughs> Lego... Well, see... Lego yeah. Gilmore Girls. <laughs> yeah. Screw it. Make it happen. Uh, and then I say um, I saved the best for last with Ahizo saying that Uh-oh. he wants Lord of the Rings. No. Yes. Because okay. that was They should make a Lego Lord of the Oh wait, never mind. <laughs> they only have a couple of them out there, so yes. but, oh. but uh so I think he's looking kind of more of the like the tie ins, the fellowship and two towers, return of the king, some great games back. I didn't play those on the Xbox. I think I did those on the GameCube, and they were awesome. So some more kind of action-adventure games and Lord of the Rings would be great. We need a Silmarillion, uh, like, a word game. Um, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that'd be great. So, but, you know, that answer leads into mine. I mean, that was what I had thought about. I'd love to have more Lord of the Rings uh, games in that universe, strategy games, action-adventure games. That would be my vote as well. And who knows, with it being up for sale recently, maybe uh, someone will buy it and put some games out there, just like they did with Star Wars. So, Wasn't there a Lord of the Rings card game or something? There was, but I think it got... Uh, yeah, it got pulled. Pulled, I think, for something. But... Do you know why? Because it's a bad <laughs> idea. <laughs> I don't think that was it. <laughs> yes, it is. Bad, bad, bad idea. But uh, RPG, that would be a good idea. Yeah, that would be awesome to have. But not, but not the Super Nintendo Lord of the Rings RPG. That was terrible. But 
like I said, the War of the North on the 360 was good. It was. I enjoyed that one. The thing I liked about it the most was that you did three playthroughs. That's just so great. Thanks, guys. But at least you had three different playable characters that yeah. all played differently. So that that was that at least made it somewhat worth it. Yeah, I would, I would all right. agree. You agree with that? I Good. Would. Awesome. Well, thank you to our wonderful patrons to submitting those answers. And uh, if Wild West Awakens support us, you can too. Please. I believe uh, you throw us $5 a month. We will keep you happy with questions, answers, and giveaways, and all kinds of fun stuff. And actually, quite often in our patron Discord room, we ask for advice. We ask what you like. So you guys actually help mold the show very much. So your patronage means a lot to us. All right. Now we have... Thank you, sir. We have the Games Showcase. Nate, talk about whatever the hell you want to talk about. Mm, okay, I've got 10 games. <laughs> okay. As Ron mentioned. Wait, that's what I do. I, what? My routine. Weird. <laughs> Maybe that's where I got that from. Um, so, so this past week, I've been uh, mostly playing the medium and things like that, just trying to clear up some stuff uh, before they leave Game Pass, which I've already Oh, like that right thing now. you said you weren't going to do? Uh, <laughs> never mind. Unless I wanted to do them. <laughs> mouth drops. Mouth hits the I, I had been meaning to play the medium, but uh, okay, you know. sure. So yeah, I currently uh, I'm not looking at the next three games I have to do before the end of the month. I'm not doing that. That's ridiculous. Did you get it done? I did. I got the medium done. I got it done like awesome. a day ahead of schedule, day or two ahead. Of nice. Schedule. Any yeah. thoughts? Good uh, thoughts. It was cool. I mean, it was a very pretty game. Um, you know, showed a lot of the power of the uh, the series uh, and what mm-hmm. could. You know, this is a very early game for the series life cycle. So hopefully we'll be seeing a lot of the things that we're seeing in that game become more common as we move throughout. Um, yeah, I mean, they they were touting like the, the split where you, you see like one reality over here and another reality over here. And that was really cool because they were in sync. The character was doing the exact same thing in two different places, two different camera angles, two different models. Um, that was pretty cool. So I thought technically that was interesting. Um, it was a little scary, uh, you know, a little scarier than what I normally play. Um, so there was definitely <laughs> some tension while while watching it. Good, but yeah, I mean, it was you know it was nice to change for a change. It was nice to check that out. Um, so after I was done that. Uh, I then do what I normally do, uh, which is sit around and say, oh, crap, what am I going to play now? Like, I've got, you know, analysis paralysis. I have way too many games to figure out what I'm going to play. So then (laughs) I moved on to my other determining factor, which is, okay, what are the Game Pass um, quests for the week? Well, Near Automata Automata was a a quest. You you just had to uh, get a certain number of, uh, you know, information, data. Uh, which is something that you accrue by fighting enemies. Uh, you just had to hit like 1% or something like that. And then you got, uh, I don't know, 5 cents or something. So I went ahead and I did that. And uh, I found out that I really enjoyed that game. It was not what I thought it was going to be. Um, I was expecting like a Squaresoft kind of party-based RPG. Uh, it was not that. It was, um, well, you're kind of flying in a mech. So at first it's kind of like a, a you know, a shooting, you shoot them up. You're just flying forward. 
then all of a sudden your mech changes into like a robot. So this is all of a sudden it's like a, um, you know, battle tech. So that's kind of cool, you know. Uh, and then it moves into like a hack and slash with a, with a gun over your shoulder. I'm like, this game is awesome. Why have I not played this? <laughs> so I, I will be playing that at some point. Um, I, I put like over an hour and a half more than I needed to to get the quest into that. And uh, I really want to play that game. Uh, but then it's like, I can't talk about this game because I've only played it for a tiny bit. And I know that there's a lot you have to do. There's multiple playthroughs um, if you actually want to play the game. Sure, you can cheese it and grind out stuff. And apparently you can buy achievements, but I don't want to do that. So I then moved on to a brand new Game Pass game, as I do, called Infernax. Now, uh, Infernax is such a throwback to NES platformer uh, action games. So very much like a, uh, a Castlevania uh, mixed with a little bit of, uh, you know, Zelda 2. Um, it just, it, it's like you're playing an NES game. And the beautiful thing about it is that the game is hard. Uh, no. Yeah, games are not hard these days. Like you go and you play oh. a platformer um, like from like East Asia Soft or Rattleiker or whatever, and they're just simple. Like you just you crush them. They're not difficult at all. Like why am I even playing this? I found myself playing this game last night, like stupid hours of the morning, um, because I was having so much fun. Like it was difficult. I was dying over and over, and I just I just wanted to keep playing. I'm like, okay, well, man, this is taking me back to old school days, um, where you would just run into a screen, kill ten things, exit the screen. Run back into the screen, kill those 10 things, exit the screen. And you're just you're getting so much XP doing that. You're leveling up. You can then buy uh, all these uh, enhancements. You can buy armor. You can uh, increase your uh, melee ability, increase your armor, increase your uh, mana. And then you have a chance in the dungeons. So that's what I was doing. I was just kind of grinding that out. The music is okay right now. I haven't really been drawn into it too much but really? um yeah i don't know how it's going to appeal to people today um you know people who haven't played these types of games as they were growing up and were kind of you know that's what that's the type of game you grew up on you cut your teeth on um i think it's too hard for for people today um possibly uh but it is good and there's there's a lot of uh progression kind of blocking me like you keep going into an area and all of a sudden oh i can't make this jump so i know at some point i'm gonna get a tool or i'm gonna get a double jump or i'm gonna get something to get past this point and then you say oh here's a wall that's clearly breakable but when i hit it with my sword all it does is shake okay at some point i'm gonna get a you know a hammer or something i don't know a war hammer that will help me break this thing down i just don't know maybe explosives i don't know um, so I'm at that point where I'm just kind of like three areas into the game, just trying to figure out where to go next. I know I have to go through this dungeon, but I'm kind of getting my butt kicked on it. Um, and I have no achievements. I put like two hours into this game. I have, oh, no, no. I have no achievements. I then went and looked at the, uh, the achievement list and L you had been talking about the fact that this game has a Konami code. Yes. Well, the very first achievement that most people have gotten is the Konami code. Uh, so there's an achievement nice. tied to that. So you use That's that nice. code. You immediately get uh, 
a character that looks like uh, he's straight out of Contra, which makes no sense in this world because this is a sword and board world and you are running around with a machine gun and killing things left and right. So if you actually use that code, the game gets really easy because now you can kill things from far away. You don't have to be like right up and be able to like block them with your shield. Um, The game will block by default. So your shield is kind of like in a high block position. If something is coming at you low, a projectile, you can you can then duck and be able to block a spear or something coming at you from low. Um, if you're trying to swing, your shield goes back, you're you're vulnerable. So if you kind of time your strikes wrong, you're going to take damage. Um, very much an old school game. Um, but yeah, I, and I haven't looked at it too closely, but the achievements are definitely not front-ended. They're not front-loaded. They look like they're interspersed. And there's multiple playthroughs that are required. Maybe some of that can be done with save scumming or, you know, saving and then make a different decision from that point on. Uh, there are accessibility options. You can turn it down to a um, an easier version of the game, which I think has more checkpoints and things like that. I'm playing on the classic difficulty. So it is like an NES game. Uh, it saves when you manually tell it to save. You can only save at like save points and um, they are few and far between. Uh, so, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm starting it that way and I'm enjoying it and maybe it could be easier if I did it differently, but, uh, but that's where I am right now. Definitely like Infernax. If you're into that old school difficulty, that old school platforming action adventure, uh, check it out. Awesome. I didn't realize it was Game Pass. That is great. Yeah, Game Pass. It just came out like um, as the time of this podcast, I would say three days ago, two days ago. So brand new. And this also says uh, Windows 10 PC Game Pass on it. So I'm getting a lot of those lately, and that's that's awesome. Gaming on the go. Yeah, I'm sure people will come up with cheats and <laughs> well, yeah, there's more break, than, break yeah. the game. There's more than just the Konami code. There's actually two codes built into the accessibility menu. I think uh, once for like infinite jumping. I don't know. So maybe you can fly. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know how that works. Pack I around and there's an achievement for using those codes. So they want you to do it at some point. Uh, I'm saving that for the end, though. Or so at the achievement list. Yeah. <laughs> so you're talking about the Game Wizard book, which is uh, yeah, mysteriously in the font of Game Genie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> And it looks like there's a Castlevania 2 reference, uh, Master of the Wind to Summon yeah. the Tornado. It's nice. They have 30 That's achievements. Awesome. So this isn't like a 10 achievement game or a 12 achievement game. They have put in wow. a bunch. Yeah, there's, uh, you know, there's different types of playthroughs. You can do like a fully good, a fully evil, beat the game by being good after you've chosen the path of evil. All kinds of stuff. I just don't know if that's going to be multiple playthroughs or, if, like I said, if they're going to be safe, scummable, or a decision-based uh, thing right at the end. So... I don't know. Is this something you would play, Mr. West? I would give it a shot. Uh, growing up, did the had the Super Nintendo around with friends and such, and enjoyed those games. So, yeah, I'll have to look into it. Knowing a little bit about what I know about you, you are a little bit of a completionist. So I would you shy away from a hard game because of that? Or would you make sure that everything has been gotten? Or um, I, I, how, how do you approach that? I do like to make sure that achievements are unlockable, uh, but that's about as far as I go. I don't hard or easy 
you know, doesn't matter. Some games it's, it's fun. It's fun to go out there and try all stuff and see what, what, to, what it takes to, to, to beat it or to get past to the next level. And other times it's, uh, you know, nice just to kind of have the easier games and just kind of move on and finish them and you're done with them. So I'll have to get, this looks like a nice, uh, classical game that I had growing up playing. And, uh, so I'll have to look into it. Yeah, it definitely interests me as well. And that again is Infernax. Uh, sorry, Kush. Just this one just strikes all the little, <laughs> little funny bones. Mm-hmm. Put me in the, the jingles, my jollies. Wait, said it again. Checks your boxes. <laughs> yes, that that that. Yeah, tropes and stuff. All right, I'm gonna talk about a Vayner. That's not a baby game. It is Shantae and the Pirate's Curse. Now, this little darling, I have never played a Shantae game before in my life. But this showed up on my RTDL, and thankfully it did, because I am enjoying it a lot. Uh, it is from WayForward, which is pretty good. They do no wrong. Now, what I had forgotten about this game is it actually came out a couple of years prior to the Xbox One uh, for the... 3DS and the Wii U in 2014, and we didn't get it till 2016, so that's very interesting. So I'm not sure if they up anything. I mean, the graphics are still they're pixelated, but the the art is, is beautiful. Uh, the animation's good. The music is amazing. Um, one thing I will say about it as a little bit of a nitpick, I mean, the gameplay is is basically just average. I don't know what I expected, but you're basically just doing everything that you would normally do in a Vayner. So you have your basic attack, you're whipping your hair, and then you eventually get, like, a gun. And I have not encountered a double jump. So what, what, I, what you get is this thing that makes you kind of hover and float. So if there is a double jump, I have not gotten it yet. I am more than halfway through the game, according to the percentage of the uh, on the save screen. But so far, so good. Um, another little nitpick is when you go to save the game, you don't get your health back, which makes no sense. So after you save the game, you could just quit out and go back in, and you'll get full health. So it's silly that they make you have to either die on purpose or quit out and go back in to get your health back, because... You start with full health if you die. So that's a little bit of a nitpick. Other than that, I'm enjoying myself. Um, as far as the achievements go, there's a, a varied list, but you definitely have to play through the game a few different times, and they encourage it, and they joke about it in the game. They say there's different types of, of uh, adventurers, ones that, go for 100%, ones that do it quickly, ones that just try to beat the game, and ones that do 100% and beat it quickly. So there's four different options. <laughs> and uh, there's one character that breaks the fourth wall. I won't get into that, but it's a good time. So looking at the list, um, there's 100% completion as fast as possible. And I guess, I guess if you, I guess there's ways to combine playthroughs. I haven't looked too much into the hard stuff yet, but I'm just trying to beat the game. And I'm also trying to beat all the bosses without taking any damage, which is another... I wasn't aware of that until the third boss, unfortunately, because 
I don't know. I feel like those should be listed as missable. It's a weird thing because I didn't see anything as missable. And then I realized after I beat the first couple bosses, wait, there's an achievement to beat them without dying. I didn't know that. But in my eyes, they're kind of missable. But there's a new game plus, so you can just go back and do it after. Are you a fan of uh, beating games quickly for achievements? Believe it or not, I don't mind it. A lot of people complain about it. As long as you're able to save, it, it should be okay. Like if it was one play, like one, uh, you know, one one run for like two hours or something, I don't mind a speed run unless it's really ridiculous. I, I don't. I don't know. We'll see. Because then there's another achievement for beating the game without acquiring any health upgrades. That sounds like it'll suck. But I'm sure there's videos for all this stuff. And I have, let's see, I have nine friends who have completed the game. You know, and uh, Waka Pale's not one of them. I'm shocked. Wow. What's going on, Waka? But yeah, the usual suspects like Awu and Skeptical Mario and Eliphalet and uh, Redemption Denied. Hmm. Kush, it looks like you've dipped your toe into this yeah i don't know why um <laughs> you don't know why you probably stopped. you don't know why probably, you started <laughs> i don't know why i started um i mean it's i, I want to play it i want to play it obviously but um i think i probably started it because it was rtdl or i was just diving just to get things Who started would do such a thing mm-hmm. oh yeah another thing i meant to mention i i started this for rtdl as well i got the achievement i needed in scavenger and then I even said in the RTDL room, I'm sad that I got it now because I know I'm going to stop playing it and move on to something else. I went up re-rolling an achievement, and I got it again. So it gave me an excuse to keep playing it. So I was actually really excited about that. Nice. So the the gods gave me <laughs> some more. And I haven't gotten the one I need yet for, uh, for the second one, so it's higher ratio. So I am still going, and I'm still having fun with this. If anyone has any tips they want to give me, uh, feel free. Let me know. I hope I can convince myself to keep going with this after I get the achievement I need for RTDL. Probably won't happen, but... So how many Shantae games are on the one? Let's see. There's quite a few. Five? Wow. Five. Uh, the other thing with this game is that it was a Games with Gold at some point, and probably Game Pass as well, because the TA is really high. It's sitting at 3,462 TA. And 27,000 starters with less than 1,000 completions. So it's definitely doable, it seems. And I'm pretty sure people, uh, I've seen videos where people sequence break and glitch and do all kinds of stuff. So it's definitely doable. So I would recommend it to any Metroidvania and platformer fans. I don't have very much negative to say about the game except for the one little thing about saving not refilling your health everything else is cool and fun and the music is is good too but it is not on spotify darn it oh, but you know youtube youtube has you covered but who watches who listens to music on youtube it's like listening to a podcast on youtube who does that our wonderful patrons probably Oh, speaking of wonderful patrons, do you like Metroidvania <laughs> games at all? I do. I uh, grew up with them as well, playing, and I enjoyed dipping. I'm not as fanatical as the uh, that uh, Discord channel that shall not be named, but mm. 
Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I do enjoy the odd Metrovania. Be careful what you say. Be careful what you say. <laughs> Troy. This, this will be one I'll have to look into as well. Looks uh, doesn't look yeah. too bad. It is fun. I'm sure I have it. I download all the games with gold, so I'm sure I have it somewhere. Yes, that is a smart thing to do. You never know when the mood will hit for something. Yeah. Uh, and that is uh, Shantae and the Pirate's Curse. And uh, we bring us, last but not least, to Mr. Wild West 08. Yeah, tell us about your, your milestones and your game and all your stuff. Yeah, now's, your, now's your floor is yours. <laughs> oh, yeah, that kind of all rolls into one. Uh, I'm going to talk about this little indie game called Red Dead Redemption 2. came out. Mm. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if anyone's heard of that one, but uh, let's see. I think it came out in 2018, yes. And that was one of the last. Wow, it's that uh, old already? <laughs> it is that old. I, when I finished it and looked at it, I was like, wow, I can't believe it's been that long. Because that's one of the last games I pre-ordered, actually. I've just been kind of bitten bad with the pre-order bug and decided just to kind of wait and see how things work before buying games now. And uh, But yeah, this is one I pre-ordered and I started uh, when it came out and finished the prologue to the game. I think there's six chapters, if I believe, <coughs> five or six chapters with the prologue and an epilogue. Uh, so I did the prologue. And after that, you know, got to the open world and ended up just kind of getting a little overwhelmed with everything. So ended up just going on to the online portion. And uh, for achievements on there, there are some online stuff. There's not a lot, but there is some. So I ended up getting all those out of the way. And by the time I was done with that, I ended up taking a break for a long time. And as I was getting close to the the million uh, gamer score, I was kind of starting to look at achievements that I wanted to get for my millionth. And, uh, I, Halo has always been an integral part of my achievement history. And I used that for, uh, I think I used Halo Wars for 500,000. And, uh, so I was looking at that and, uh, I was thinking about doing some Halo Infinite stuff. Uh, but I have a friend on TA, uh, he suggested I do the best in the West, uh, achievement, which again, kind of, uh, from earlier in the show kind of plays on my last name a little bit. So I thought with being, uh, on my last name, uh, being an achievement for getting a hundred percent completion in the game, which is something that I enjoy doing. I thought it just kind of all fit together and I thanked him for the tip and decided to get everything set to, to get that. So uh, it kind of just worked out well and it's, and it's a fantastic game. I mean, it's an open world. I don't think I've ever seen a game that big before in my life and it's got its own ecosystem. I mean, you can shoot an animal in the Northwest part of the map, return there in three or four days and the carcass is decaying. I mean, that's how crazy it is. It's just, wow. That's just the detail that they put into it. And, uh, it's a little sad. I remember reading an article. I tried looking for it before the show and I couldn't find it. So I'd have to do a little bit more research into it. But I remember reading an article a while ago and they interviewed uh, some of the people that worked on the game and it was surprising. I think they said less than 10% of people finished the actual campaign campaign and everything for this. So that shows you how big it is, is that it just doesn't get a lot of people going all the way to the end. But, uh, it was, it was very enjoyable. Once I kind of got back into it, uh, it was just, it's just a beautiful world. I mean, I read an article also the other day and someone submits shots from the game for their uh, weather report at their, whatever city they were in. Cause they're just showing how beautiful it is. And the people thought it was real. That's how well the graphics were done in this game. It's just, I, it's hard to describe it. Cause it was just, I mean, it's just an amazing game with a lot of thought uh, put into it. Uh, the, the sound soundtrack to it is amazing. 
uh, especially I'm not going to ruin anything with the story, but the last last part of the game with the soundtrack was just amazing for it. And uh, this isn't a spoiler or anything. I mean, for those who have played the game, they know that this is a prequel to the 360 game. So it sets up that game perfectly. Um, it does a great job with that. And it was, it, you know, once, once I got back into it, it never outstayed its welcome. It was just a great, uh, great, I had a great time. Uh, you know, I usually play, there's, uh, anywhere from 15 to 20 missions or so per chapter. So I'd play a few missions and then, you know, I'd go start exploring the world. Uh, there's achievements. Let's see. There's achievements for, uh, you have to skin every species of animal in the game. You have to study all the animals in the game. Uh, one of the areas doesn't unlock until the end of the game in the epilogue, so you can't get it done early. Um, and so it just, uh, you know, it pushes you to kind of explore this ecosystem that they've created, and it's, it's amazing. You've got snow, snow, desert, forest, swamp. It's just, and they've, from the time that it was released, one of the things that a lot of people were not happy about were, uh, one of the achievements have you getting gold, uh, gold medals and missions, and you used to not be able to bring your equipment in if you replayed the, the mission. And they changed that a little bit after release, and so now you can go back and, you know, bring all your weapons and items into the, uh, the mission that you're playing. And, but other than that, it's mostly just kind of exploring stuff and doing, uh, doing story missions and it's overall just a great game. It was a fantastic game to get back into. If you like open world games, you can play at your own pace and just uh, great things to say about it. Yeah. I usually get overwhelmed by games with that magnitude and it is I easy imagine to. The reason. Yeah. I imagine the reason people don't finish the campaign is because they see something to do or yeah. get pulled in. Yeah, it was, uh, as I was kind of doing a little bit of research for this, I was surprised. There's, uh, so there's 360,282 people on TA who have started it. And out of that, 1,859 have completed it. So I was kind of surprised at how many people had completed it, considering it is over 200 hours, most likely, if, unless you're able to rush everything and get everything quickly. And, but it is a, a beefy completion that has a surprising amount of people completing it. So. Yeah, there's a certain section of TA that's very hardcore about that stuff. Yeah. And then a certain, and there's other people that are fine getting what they get and moving on. Move on, yep. So, were you a fan of the first Red Dead Redemption or? I was. Did you, yeah. Yeah, I was. I, uh, let's see, let me pull that up real fast. But yeah, I remember when that came out, I was on vacation in California and uh, visiting some oh, yeah. family and everything. And I remember walking in because that was. I mean, that was kind of a beefy... I remember you guys talking about that before. I mean, it was like Alan Wake and... Uh, or maybe that was another segment, but I mean, Alan Wake came out around that time <laughs> in a, a arcade game, a racing game as well, and Red Dead, all of that came out. And I just remember going to Best Buy and kind of like, oh, I haven't bought a game in a while and looking at it. And I knew that there was a earlier game, I think on the PlayStation... Two or something. Oh, oh Red Dead yes, Revolver. <laughs> Red Dead Revolver. Red Red Revolver. Yeah. So I knew that that. Uh, but I didn't know no much achievements. About it. it doesn't exist. <laughs> but yeah, so I bought it and ended up completing that one and had a lot of fun. It has one of the best DLCs with the Undead Nightmare out there, and it was a good so game as well. Early on in Red Dead Redemption Two, there's an achievement for playing the opening a specific way. Um. Did you just jump into the game and just start playing, or did you pay attention to the achievement list? 
I did. I didn't really pay attention, even though I was well into my achievement ways at that time. I had mm-hmm. did not. That was one of the games that I had such a fond memory of playing the 360 version that I just kind of went in and just didn't really care about achievements too much uh, at the beginning. And then once I kind of got past the first part of the, the game, uh, then I was, you know, I was like, oh, I want to take a little break from this. Uh, I don't know what was going on in my life with that, but I didn't want to put in all the time to, to complete it. So I ended up just doing the online stuff, which wasn't that, isn't that difficult. Uh, I think you have to get MVP in one match, which you can easily do and horse racing and you have to get to level 50, which is pretty easy now because they give you a bunch of missions in there that you can do and get a lot of XP. So it's not, not a terrible online completion. Uh, part I think it was it, a but... bigger deal when the game first came out, but um, <clears throat> you have to do this. You're on this mission. You're up in the mountains snow everywhere you have to kill these animals and not miss a shot is what you have to do uh and i played that part and i was like oh that's cool you know and i, and I get on progress the story a little bit farther and then i go and i look at the achievement list later on and i was like ah crap <laughs> like i had to be perfect in that section and i wasn't and i'm guessing now that they allow you to replay missions and bring your your gear and stuff it's not a big deal but uh yeah. but back then i was like oh okay i'm guess i'm starting over at some point yeah, I think you have to do that for getting a gold medal, and then you got to get 70 gold medals in the game, which, yeah. you know, there are quite a few, especially in the epilogue, there are quite a few easy levels that you can get your numbers up there. And then now nowadays, they, they patched uh, they patched it into the game. You could bring all your items in there, so and you'll have all your stats high, and you can easily get through a lot. It wasn't, I wasn't even really going for gold medals as I was playing the story. I just was like, I'll mop that up later, because you can. And, okay, and it, and it just ended up just having a lot of fun with the story. So I was like, if I get it, I get it. If I don't, I'll look at it beforehand and see what do I need to do. I'll try for it. But if I don't get it, no big deal. Just move on and try later. So, But that's, yeah, that's uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. And it's, if you're a fan of open world games and or Western games, that is uh, a perfect match right there. And That is awesome. Usually... People have an achievement in mind to go for for their million, but you got that completion, right? Yeah, we got the, the completion with the million. Got the it was the attain one hundred percent, which is pretty much you have to do everything in the game. There's games you have to play. There's you have to skin all the species. You have to get your uh, dead eye and health and stamina all up to to the top levels and everything. So there's quite a bit that goes into it, and was able to to get that for it. So I felt it was worth it to get that that million on there. What that one? Hmm. I'm surprised to see that that game doesn't have any DLC, huh? No, no it's, that's it's a, only worth a thousand. Yeah, that's a, kind of a bit of controversy with Rockstar. They're kind of putting all their eggs in the GTA basket with the online, so they're not really doing any DLC. The first, or not the first game, but the 360 game did have DLC in it. A lot of it was the online DLC, but they did have the Undead Nightmares, which was really good story DLC. But nope, they're probably not going to do DLC for this, and. Uh, Probably just if they decide to make another game, then they'll probably do Red Dead Redemption 3, but or whatever it might be called at that time. Rockstar doesn't count to three. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I got confused. Sorry. <laughs> they, they miss numbers. They go three, and then they threw a bunch of offshoots <laughs> of GTA, and then they'll say, okay, we'll do four now. And then... All right. I have uh, some more questions for you. Now, you are a completionist. So when you play games, do you stick with one game until it's done and not jump around so much? Like, how do you stay focused uh, on this? Or are you just stubborn? Uh, 
Tell us I, a little bit about that. Yeah, no, I do. I, I'm not a big fan of jumping out because I had a hard time when I was trying to get Gears of War 4 done. And I'd play Gears of War and then they'd release DLC and then you'd, you know, you'd go back to it and everything. And just trying to learn all the controls, it was just kind of frustrating for me. So I usually like to kind of stick. Uh, my gaming habits usually involved doing something that's like 25 hours plus as the main game I'll play during the day. And then if I want to keep an achievement streak going, I might just kind of pop an easy one in a Rattalaka or something similar and just kind of keep playing that. So that's what I was doing during Red Dead. So, you know, there's quite a big chunk of time where you could go out without getting an achievement in there. And just if I decided I wanted to keep a streak going, I would just pop a quick one and just continue playing Red Dead. But so I'll usually finish those big games and then move on to something, you know, might do a couple five or six hour Game Pass games that are on there just to kind of see how they are and then get back into a big game again. That's cool. So definitely mix in those easy games because I was looking at your uh, your stats. And I have a little bit of a bone to pick with you, my oh, friend. You uh, think no. you know what that's going to be? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Could be anything with you. <laughs> Oh, that's very specific. <laughs> well, according to the screenshot you took, you're at 99% completion. According to what I see, you're at 97.5% completion, oh, which of course is which of course is still great. But uh and then your completions uh would go from 902 to 876. So, my friend, are you not a friend of the uh not a fan of the old DLC setting? No, no. Uh -oh. If I don't, uh, if I don't have it, I don't think I should be penalized for it. But that's just my opinion. All right. I plan. Right. On, I do plan on going back and cleaning up a lot of the DLC as as well. That's something I've been thinking about doing. Like, I know Prey is one that I got to go back and do, and I enjoyed Prey quite a bit. And they released a DLC well after it was uh, released, and uh, so I know I've got some ways to go. But. All right, we we won't have a fight with you since you're our guest, but uh, you're only cheating yourself. So anyway, <laughs> no, you're you're still uh, completionist in my book, and I'm, I'm surprised to see you only have 900 and so games on your tag. Usually, people with the million gamer score have quite a bit more than that. I think. Yeah, it's just kind of the way, like I was saying, I just kind of play a game and you know, I'll put all into it because I'm just not a fan of jumping yeah. around quite a bit and. So I usually kind of just put on what I want. I've been burned too many times of buying games and then getting ready to start them or something, and they're a lot cheaper. So I'm just like, I'm just going to buy what I want to oh. play now. And <laughs> I see no. you've listened to our Ubisoft episode. <laughs> yeah, Ubisoft. Uh, what was it? it was just Dragon Age Three was the one. I got to get started on that one. Ah, EA Two. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is a good price on Amazon Quick Sale, and bought it. And then I was like, still haven't even started it, and you can get it for about forty bucks cheaper now. So. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> happens to the best of us. Yeah. Happens to the best of us. All right. That uh, wraps up the game's showcase. That brings us to a brief bit of news. Uh, right before recording, we lear learned that starting May 16th, 2022, Xbox features will no longer be supported on Windows Phone devices. As part of this change, earning achievements will be retired on Windows Phone devices. Some games may still be playable on your phone, but progress will not be recorded to your Xbox profile. Wow. Well, I might be alone in this, but I have never had a Windows phone and never popped an achievement on a Windows phone. Uh, what about you, Mr. Wild West? Nope. I've, uh, I'm a Samsung Galaxy phone guy, and so I haven't ever bothered with that, but 
I mean, I think it's kind of the natural progression as we move away from Windows phones. I can see them not doing it, but it kind of stinks for those people who are hoping to finish it. So that gave some notice, at least better than I nothing. Mean, <laughs> I mean, the way I see it is that, like, I've never been into that stuff, but I know people that have. But yeah. it seems like the last several years there have been issues with with that stuff from what I've seen. Yeah, I've seen that in the Discord quite a bit, that people have had issues have. with popping achievements or something. Didn't it go away Things. for a while or something? It's been yeah. on again, off again yeah. for a while. The syncing wasn't working, then it was working, and you know, every time it would you know start working again, people would just kind of rush to get stuff. But this seems like a, uh, a final. <laughs> this, is, this is a definite, hey, we're done. I picked one up because they were cheap. I picked up a, a Windows phone for cheap. That's uh, not a great one, but uh, mm-hmm. I, you know, I was playing some games. But then I had an issue with the, uh, you know, some sort of, I don't know, maybe it was the fact that stuff wasn't syncing. I don't know. But I basically bricked my phone uh, profile or something. So I was just like, all right, I'm done. Um, but, it, you know, there's a little bit of FOMO. I kind of wish, kind of wish that my phone was still working. I could, you know, get a couple things that I would like to get, like uh, Plants vs. Zombies. That'd be cool to get that that series completion which is no longer possible uh, once the uh, Windows phone goes away. So, you know, there's a little bit of regret, but whatever. There's there's bajillion games to play. So, yeah. Assassin's Creed, Windows phone, Mass Effect, <laughs> yeah. Crackdown. There's all kinds of weird stuff on there. Yeah. Yeah, there's still a market for it, I bet, but hard to do. Hard to get them now. Well, the best part is we can we can nuke the channel once uh <laughs> once that day rolls around again. Nuke uh, it and forget about it. So, Rucker just counting the days. Yeah, he's got several <laughs> reminders. He went out and bought a physical <laughs> calendar just so he could write on there when when he can nuke the room. X out each day, one day closer. Exactly. <laughs> With blood. Um, I wasn't going to talk too much about this, but it did get me thinking about, you know, are they going to do this with Windows 8 support, Windows 10, uh, 360, like, like I know we have backwards compatibility now, and you would think they would honor that for a while, but at some point, I don't know. I hope we get more than three months of uh, <laughs> notice when it comes to the 360. So, uh, yeah. Any thoughts like on that? About, don't like to think I about know. such things like that. That sounds horrible. <laughs> no. that'd, just, that'd be soul crushing. We've had it since 2005, and it's not enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people will go crazy if they shut that down. Need more time. But I dabbled in some Windows 8 stuff. I had ended up having to buy a tablet off eBay to finish some stuff, but I think I'm all done with that, so I wouldn't oh. miss Windows 8. Like Solitaire. Solitaire. Disney Fairies. Disney it, Fairies. Yeah. Played the first one with my daughter. She was three at the time, and she enjoyed that quite a bit. And so had to buy a tablet to finish it off. Didn't get the DLC, did you? I did get the DLC. You did get the DLC. You okay. see it? Yep. Yeah. I was kind <laughs> I of pegging you as a no. Let me see. <laughs> okay. Let me see. Uh, that was a quite a that, long time. That was a fun game. It's uh, interesting. It's kind of a, one of those finding. finding I played stuff. it by myself. I mean, with my kids. <laughs> <laughs> it was a long time. I think. Let's see. So I finished the first one, and oh, I don't even know where it's at now. Uh, Twenty fifteen, and I didn't get back to it till last year. So that was quite a big. Well, Big jump between the two. Wow. Yeah. So we need like a 10-year notice before they shut off go. Windows 8. <laughs> and Windows That's Phone for some people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'd be nice. Nice little little lead up. All right. 
I was hoping someone would come up with something to lead me into sales, but we've had no such sailways. So I will just say the word sailways since I haven't said it in quite a long, long time. I'm going to go with one easy game, Sigi, a fart for Mesaluna. Mesumalusinina. Malusina. Yeah. Siggy. <laughs> One of those. <laughs> Ghost and Goblins looking Mario game that is really just about an hour to complete at most. Uh, it's $2.49 down from $5. I enjoyed that one. And there's a Super Volley Blast and Super Tennis Blast bundle for $6. It's uh, usually 20 Those are two not-so-bad completions. And if you have... Uh, family members who are into sports or or uh, anything like that. I believe they are both four players local. Yeah, the tennis has yeah they have doubles right. So and that also will help you with achievements. You can play the campaign in co-op as well. So I had I had a blast, pun intended, playing that with my son. And that is what I recommend. Uh, Wild West, do you have any tabs open? <laughs> Too many tabs. Uh, Uh-oh. Well, I thought, <laughs> I thought since I was filling in for Rocker Dude that I might suggest Lawnmower Simulator, but then I was reminded that it's coming to Game Pass, so that's a preview ah. for, for you know, a future segment. But Would you um, be f- firing people too? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, well, I saw a couple. Uh, I was a huge fan of Crisis on the 360, and I know... It, kind of brick some PCs back in the day, but uh, they have the remastered version at the lowest price of $34.99 right now from $49.99. So I might pick that one up because I'm a huge fan. I would love to play those games again, and there's no multiplayer this time around, so you don't have to worry about boosting anything if you don't like that. Um, another one that caught my eye, I'm a big Witcher 3 fan. I've been putting it off, waiting for that Series X enhancement that's supposed to be coming out, and... Uh, the expansion pass is 70% off at $749, which is the lowest price ever. It's down from $24.99. Um, that adds a lot of content to the base game of Witcher 3. Uh, probably could make its own game if it wanted to. And then if you want just everything together, the Game of the Year edition is 80% off at $999 down from $49.99. So you get quite a bit of content in either of those. And... Uh, the last one I wanted to recommend was Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Remastered. I did the 360 version. I loved it. Uh, I'm going to get this again and play it again. Uh, so it's $7.99, which is 80% off, down from $39.99. So quite a bit of variety for those who want different things. Wait, people buy racing games with money? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure some people would like their own channel and Discord for that. What is that game like? Uh, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. Is really? That, is that racing? What is that? Is that is there a it story? Is. Uh, I don't. I think that was one without a story. I don't remember them having much. It's kind of more of the kind of deals into the PC games that I played growing up of uh, Need for Speed, where you're cops and robbers, uh, just trying to get uh, to the end and everything. There wasn't much of a story. There's not much. I don't think there's really any online. There might be a few achievements, but. Uh, it's mostly just racing to the end and not trying to get caught by the, the cops. Okay. Yeah. So if I'm not a fan of, uh, that type of genre, would that make me race ist? Uh, no, <laughs> but oh. I think this is the, uh, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's move on quickly. 
<laughs> Sounds like, uh, yeah. Nate, do you have any tips? <laughs> well, let's let's dig a little deeper, shall we? Um, oh. Yeah. So, uh, how deep are we deep digging? So, well, you know, <laughs> deep as that hole go. Um, so, okay. I've got a few tabs open. Um, Pan Capu, which is two thirty nine down from twelve, the typical two thirty nine. That's twelve to fifteen hours. This is a platformer. Uh, it's got really good looking graphics uh it's kind of cartoonish um so even though it's a little bit old now it's a couple years old uh uh, two or three something like that um it still looks like a competent platformer and the nice thing about it is your attacks will upgrade over time so you don't just have the same punch combo uh you will you know as you keep playing more and more you'll get a better uh skill set which is you know kind of nice with these platformers if you're gonna be spending time with them you kind of want them to change a little bit you don't want the same thing over and over um, I've had this for a long time, and I need to go play it. But I, I just thought I would double check, watch a little gameplay, and make sure this was still something to recommend because I actually haven't played it. But it looks fun. I would love to get around to it sometime. Next up, Mini Madness. I'm mentioning this for Inigo Montoya because I know he loves the racing games, and this one's not on his tag. <laughs> so I thought what? I would mention it. It's $5 down from 10 which means he probably owns it, but hasn't had time to get around to it yet. It's automobile arcade racing. This looks like Hot Wheels meets Mario Kart. Now, I haven't played any Hot Wheels games, so maybe that already exists. I don't know. But that's what this game looks like. It looks okay. Um, you know, but it's an X1 game. This is not a 360. Uh, so, you know, maybe check that out. And as a, a lesson learned from last month, when, um, gosh, what was that game called? I can't even remember now. It's it's, been, uh, it's that game you boosted with those guys. Yes, it's out of my memory. It's completely out of memory. <laughs> like it's gone. Uh, Hyperscape, I think, something like that. Okay, oh, yeah, um, yeah. But uh, so it was a free game, and then when they went to pull it, they just said, "Hey, we're we're yanking this thing, and you can't do it anymore." And then they wouldn't let you download it from the store uh, if you hadn't already previously downloaded it. So lesson learned: this game called Rogue Company. It's free. Um, go ahead and just put it on your tag. If you think that you get, if you if you know that you're the type of person that gets FOMO, and uh, when a D list happens or you know you can no longer get this game, you're gonna want to jump into an AH101 boost. Just get it on your tag now, or not on your tag, but get it on your uh, account so you can download it later if you d- choose to do so. Check it out now. All right. In Games with Gold news, by the time you hear this, you'll be able to download the Xbox 360 game, Band of Bugs. And on the Xbox One, Aerial Knights Never Yield. Wait a minute, wait a minute. We have an audio submission from Rocker Dude. Uh, hey, y'all, just want to let you know that there's an update and... Uh... It's going to be three new achievements, don't you know? Oh, what are you from Minnesota now? Yeah. Oh, man. I'm so good with accents. It looks like there's three achievements for playing in endless mode. I saw some people doing it today. You have to play for 30 minutes straight in endless mode without dying. Looks like about 15 people did it already, but uh, I would imagine starting... Uh, by the time you hear this, a lot of people will be getting this game for free. So those silly people that paid $12 for it. <laughs> and there are quite some easy completions I hear this this month, right? 
sounds fun. Aerial Knights never yield. And also Broken Sword will still be available until February 28th. In Game Pass news, we did not get podcasted. I am very happy about that. Looks like we are getting the aforementioned Lawn Mowing Simulator and Madden NFL 22. I know I'm not allowed to talk sports ball about uh, around Koosh. Are you into the, the sports at all? I am. Wild I've got West. quite a number of them on my tag. I grew up uh, with parents from Los Angeles. So I've got all the LA teams are nice. uh, fans fans of them, so I do enjoy the sports. Now, can you see who's on the cover of that there uh, Madden 22 over there? <laughs> <laughs> no. The, uh, the, the, the very the handsome... <laughs> Very, say yeah, goat. The, yeah, the GOAT, Patrick Mahomes, you are correct. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, the Madden curse is in full effect. We had uh, Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Didn't see them in the Super Bowl, now did we? Uh, one retired and one got beat by a team from Ohio. Un- unreal, unreal. All right, we have a Total War Warhammer the Third <laughs> coming out for PC. RoboQuest for PC. Galactic Civilizations, the third on PC. Super Mega Baseball, the third for console. And Alice Madness Returns for PC. That's very interesting. That was originally an old PC game. That was uh, DLC. Oh, I see what they did. Okay, I thought this was American McGee's Alice. Okay, yeah. So Alice Madness Returns is going to be playable on PC. That's interesting. Maybe that's a stack. We'll see. I doubt it, though. I was getting confused with American McGee's Alice, which was the first Alice game. That was originally a PC game. That was DLC for Alice Madness Returns. If you don't know what I'm saying, look it up. Uh, being removed from Game Pass, I saw Hypnospace Outlaw. Uh, Richard Chief saw that it was a point and click, so he got that done right away. Looks like there's a video on YouTube that you can get that done real quick. Uh, Killer Queen Black. Stealth Inc. 2. And Tuhu Luna Knights, which uh, is a vainer, so that's a little bit sad one. And then there's one that's a little bit scary to me. Titanfall will be leaving EA Play on March 1st. So I'm really hoping this doesn't mean they're shutting it down. I still have the 361 to do. I mean, I wouldn't even blame them at this point, but hopefully we get some notice if they decide uh... to do that. That was the first game I ever bought for the Xbox One. Oh, awesome. I bought the physical copy of that one as well for full price, and that's a piece of junk now, right? <laughs> <laughs> Probably can find it at $5 and below. I think I saw the picture. Yep. So. <laughs> Five below. <laughs> Timefall is indeed great. I wonder if there's people playing it. Uh, did you play Tuhu Luna Nights, Koosh? I uh, dove it. Uh, and then didn't go back to it, but I will probably buy, buy it. it so I don't <laughs> <Yeah>. have to, <laughs> so I don't have to right. cram it in here, uh, in, in February. So I would actually commend that. Believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I liked what I saw and, um, you know, if the price is right and it will eventually be right, uh, I'll pick that one up. I, I like to own most of the Vayners, so it'll yeah. probably happen. All right. In contests. GTask, I believe, has 12 weeks left. Uh, we've had some community members get 
eliminated recently. Wild West, why don't you tell us who those people were? Yeah, on the uh, individual side, we have Bastion Reader, uh, Whisperin' Clown, Eldritch SS, and Toby Lynn have all been eliminated on the individual side. So, sorry to see you guys go, I guess. Um, on the team side, <laughs> we have Night <laughs> Nightwolf, uh, Whisperin' Clown, Toby Lynn, Fista, Roboto, and Aftos84. They decided the team part was not for them anymore. <laughs> Rip. <laughs> Good job, guys. They did better than me, so. Oh, yes. Hopefully, hopefully they weren't counting on Skull. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Skull got uh, pulled out from underneath them. You never know. That was... Uh, what was the deal with that? It was a console command what game was the deal that they patched? That? So... It was a game yeah. that came out a while ago on the X1, I don't know, a month, couple months ago. I don't know. If only there was a website that had release dates. Uh, and it also <laughs> came to Game Pass last week. Uh, but the console, it's not console commands. It's a dev menu that allows you to skip ahead okay. to certain chapters, allows you to give yourself items, those sorts of things. You can't just unlock achievements. You, have to, you still have to do something. While, yes, your health is super maxed and you take no damage. And you do 10 times or 100 times your regular damage, sure, uh, the game gets a little bit easier. But um, so you can do things like killing bosses with one or two hits uh, and take no damage. Um, that still existed on the PC version after they patched it out of the Xbox version at the time that it joined Game Pass. A few days after, they patched it out of the PC as well. So anyone that had their, uh, their Game Pass PC set to not auto-update... Would if they had downloaded it at the right time, they would have been able to complete it. Uh, anyone set with auto update missed out. So, so sad. I know you took advantage of that. I didn't even I hear did. it until it was until it was patched out. Well, I also played the game, and the game is fun. However, uh, it takes a lot longer to beat it naturally. I imagine so. Yeah. All right, in Brad Camp. Completions. Go ahead, Mr. Wild West. Yeah, we've got MZ Fergie with 100 completed games. We have Sabin Rothschild at 300 completed games. Uh, High Road V2 at 400. Uh, our own Kushmoosh with 400. Congratulations. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dude with the Woo. Face has 500. Uh, EOJ at 600 completed games. Uh, are also our own Big L at 700 completed games. Congratulations. Uh, Unky, Tim F.U., 800 completed games. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> wow, why don't you like him? Uh, I don't even know him, but I'm just going to throw it out there. Okay, uh, Legohead, 1977, 800 completed games. Elroy OMJ at uh, 1,100 completed games and Sniped by a Girl or Sniped by a Girl 1. 1,200 yeah. completed games. I know who it is. I was just... <laughs> yes. But congratulations. Oh, those are some great ones. I love seeing I remember those back, I remember back in the day when it was like 50 completions or 100, I would plan out which game it was going to be, make it something decent. Now I hit 700. I'm like, well, I don't even know what game it was. I was going to ask you, do you know what game it's, you did 700? Um, I mean, I, I know now. Uh... When the past was around, uh, a pleasant oh, okay. little point and click. Mm, okay. 
it was very pleasant. That's all I could really tell you about that one. <laughs> I think mine was the medium, actually. I didn't. I had no oh, idea. See? It popped. I went to go look at it. I was like, oh, I got 400. Cool. Nice. Yeah. So. Yeah, but would not have let it be an easy game back in the day, but now they just, I don't care. Yeah. It's hard to not play an easy game. In ratio, unstoppable KD is unstoppable with a TA ratio of 2.0. In streaks, nice. Luke 17000. There's no commas in this place. 50 day achievement <laughs> win streak. Fistel Roboto, 100 day achievement win streak. EMZ Fergie, 100 days. Also with 100 days, RPG Davey. Uh, we'll skip this next guy. Redemption Denied <laughs> is currently on a 200 day achievement win streak. Fluttery Chicken with 650. The Super Bob 49 with 700, as is Sincere Seeker 6. Prince It is currently on a 750 day achievement win streak. And Elroy OMJ with 1,650 days. Uh, Wild West got 200. Don't don't skip him. Oh. He's a good guy. Oh, I just I That's wasn't sure it. if he was going to mention it at the end. I didn't know. <laughs> don't skip him. He skipped he his own. Talk. So he I, doesn't you know, talk about himself. Following no. suit. Uh, I guess I'll asked. do gamer score. I'll do gamer score too while we're perfect. While we're oh, you're saying that he got 900 completions and didn't want to tell us that? Is that what? Ah, <clears throat> uh, maybe, maybe. In gamer score, this is my Kenny impersonation. Dark Lord Davis has reached a new milestone with 350,000. The Super Bob 49 with 400,000, as is Wheezy Fuzz. Morbid 237 and High Road V2 have 700,000 gamer score. Northern Lass with 900,000. Am I allowed to say it? You already said it. I'm going to say it. Wow, did. West 08 with the 1 mil. The cool. Or is it hot? Because it's so new. 100 million gamer score. Toadstyle Venom with 1,200,000. And Elroy OMJ with 1,600,000 gamer score. All right. In the leaderboards, Ace is in the top 2,000 of the Canadia Achievements Completion Percentage Leaderboard. Fluttery Chickens in the top 5,000 of the TA Leaderboard for Action. High Road version 2 is in the top 500 of the TA leaderboard for skateboarding. And number 2 in Colorado, It's Alive, is in the top 50 of Canadian TA difference leaderboard for card and board. Je Blach, another Canadian, is in the top 5 of the Nova Scotia TA leaderboard for action adventure. Otherwise known by Dinoble as Navascaria. Logic. <laughs> Logic Slayer is now in the top 100 of the Florida Gamer Score leaderboard. Don't let anybody in there. Matrark or Matrark or Michelle is in the top 20 of the New York TA leaderboard for Vayners. Oh, I'm going to have to get myself on that board. Survivalist is in the top 2,000 of the TA Difference leaderboard for Survival. Sir Polygon is in the top 10 of the Georgia TA leaderboard for Party. And in Super Brags this week, nothing else is worth mentioning but Mr. Redemption Denied, who for some reason hangs out with us. He is the number one, number one gamer score man in the world. <laughs> gamer score man. That's his new name. <laughs> yeah, gamer score man. Yeah. That lofty title. <laughs> Uh, he is sitting right now at 3,070,280. Now, just even if you just take that 70,000, I mean, that's basically what Fufu has, right? And you have, he's got 3 million more than that. Just unbelievable. Uh, congratulations for that. I believe he did that at the same time as hitting 2,500 completed games. 
2,500. The three of us just hit 900, 700, and 400. I'm pretty sure combined. No, he's got us. Math. He's got a. He's got a stump. He's got a speed. Yeah. And you would think he only plays baby games. No, he also hit a ratio of 1.8. That's really not bad. He plays real games. Uh, congratulations, re- redemption denied. Uh, would you like to say a few words? No? Okay, good. Good job, Gamerscore man. <laughs> that's why we're all here. Gamerscore, the pursuit of Gamerscore, the pursuit of happiness, the pursuit of achievements. Whew, that was fun. That was fun. Uh, Wild West 08, thank you for joining us. Is there anything you want to say or plug or do or whatever you want to do? Oh, just thanks for having me. I appreciate being here and I enjoy the podcast. So it was nice to part- help you guys partake of it and game on. All right. Yeah, thanks for joining. Yeah. We found our three listeners and we're going to have them all on in successive weeks. <laughs> and uh, Wait, no, they're all here. Damn. Yeah, all right. yeah. Shoot. <laughs> we just yeah, all love hearing skills. our own voices. Yep. <laughs> Wild, wild west. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, I have been Big L. I don't even think I introduced myself in the beginning because I was, I don't know, I was looking at you guys. I was just surrounded by beards. I couldn't believe it. I've never been around two panelists with beards before. That's so true. You guys, I thought Duck Man. Dynasty was, was going to come get me. <laughs> well, anyway. I don't have the epic beard. I just have another. Uh, <laughs> well, our Western friend does. It's very epic. All right, we have Twitch. When's our when's when's the first Tuesday in March? The first Tuesday in March. Uh oh, it might be a big day. Two weeks out. Might actually be my birthday. We won't talk about Ooh. that. Ooh, we don't talk. It's okay. We don't talk about <laughs> birthdays. So I should be on. Um, yeah, Twitch. We uh, follow us, please. Subscribe to us with your Amazon Prime account. So. We can get like $2 or whatever it is. Whatever it is, is very helpful. Uh, Twitter. Uh, Corey has been uh, doing fun announcements with the Twitter. He takes a little snippet from each episode and he puts subtitles on it. And it's really cool. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Tell your friends about us. Uh, if you're not in the Discord, I don't know why you're not, but that's where the fun is. The contests, the, the trash talking, and the memes, and everything else that goes along with it. Uh, once again, we have a Patreon where you can submit all your fun ideas to us and we ask you questions every week and get do giveaways. And and uh, Corey's been providing some exclusive content and, and maybe we'll follow suit. Some other people will. Maybe. I have some ideas. And also we have a YouTube in which... Whenever the YouTube uh, doesn't go up, you know, those same two or three people complain about it. So that's for you guys. (laughs) Um, I personally don't like it because uh, if I'm listening in my car, you know, you can't do anything else while you're on YouTube unless you pay extra. So, well, we also archive, we archive our streams there, any uh, reviews or any. You know, uh, oh, yes. let's plays or whatever, all that stuff. You know, not all that stuff, but the most of that stuff goes stuff up with to video YouTube as well. That, that, yeah, that, that, exactly. that's important. That's important. The live videos, you get to see my beautiful face, and it is a lot of fun. 
All right. Thanks for joining us. And class is dismissed. Bye-bye. Bye. You just made the list! Welcome back to One List, Two List, Bad List, Good List, a segment where we take a look at the achievements list of a couple of games, one that we would like to give an enthusiastic thumbs up to, and the other we would take said thumb and place it on our nose, and with our fingers pointed upwards while simultaneously waving them back and forth, we would make a noise that sounds like this. (laughs) What exactly makes these lists good or bad? Well... That's what we will be discussing. This is one list, two list, bad list, good list. I am Elroy OMJ, and I am joined today by an individual who, even though he wasn't in that scene, he still knew that he was bluffing. He is Anigo Montoya. How are you doing this evening, Elroy? <laughs> I'm doing well. You knew they were bluff- that he was bluffing, right? <laughs> of course. Yeah, everyone knew he was bluffing. Everybody knew he was bluffing. (laughs) Oh, man, I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. It's been a while, so it's good to talk to you again. It's fantastic to talk to you again. Uh, Been on a little bit of a hiatus, if you will. Um, Yeah. You know, busy with work and, you know, real life things kind of get you sometimes. Oh, yeah, (laughs) yeah. I understand, I understand. So uh, I do want to get to an update. Uh, The world is burning and wanting to know... Did you ever get around to playing Wonder Blade? I have not you gotten are, around to Wonder Blade. You yet. sit on a throne of lies. <sighs> well, you, no, I, I speak the <laughs> truth. You told me you were going to play it. I am going to play it. It is on oh, my okay. list. Uh, but right now we have this pesky little thing. And, and Oh, gosh, yes. don't even say it by name. Yeah, it, it'll be the contest that shall not be named, okay? Yes, we'll, yes, we'll, I understand we'll leave it at that, okay? And... That's been taking up some of my time. Um, oh, yeah, so A little bit of yeah. free time I do have. <laughs> yeah, well, just wait. It's about to actually start soon, so. I know. <laughs> That's what I'm afraid <laughs> of. <laughs> yeah, these are the fun part. This is the fun part of it. So there you go. And then it just becomes a second job and not so much. So, yes. Yeah, we're, so. we're, we're down to the uh, into the top 100 at this point. Uh, so it's, it's definitely going to start to get tricky. We, no, for sure. we had a close scare um, on Sunday night. <laughs> mm, yes, I've been there. Yeah, that uh, a rising tide lifts all boats until it doesn't. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Truer words. <laughs> yes, and then uh, it just sucks to be that boat with a hole in it. So uh, <laughs> We're not going to mention what team is the boat with the hole in it right now. <laughs> exactly. I understand. I've walked many miles in those shoes, so... Yeah, so, uh, well, anyway, I, I know that we both have got to get back to our second job soon, so why don't you uh, kick us <laughs> off with, uh, uh, kick us off with, uh, how about a, a, a poop list, uh, one that, you know, the, uh, with the nose and the, you know, fingers in the air waving. So. Yeah, th- this one's going to get a, this list is going to get two big thumbs down from <laughs> Oh, me. man. And, and you're a big guy, so those are big thumbs. Th- they are very big thumbs. And this list, uh, so the game is Red Dead Redemption 2. Okay. 
You know, this was a highly anticipated release by Rockstar. I, I genuinely enjoyed the games that I have played from Rockstar. Uh, even mm. though some of their achievement lists can be a little daunting at times, they've never, I don't feel, have been evil, <laughs> if you will. Uh, you know, I have a little bit of a back... I, I have played table tennis, uh, have played Midnight <laughs> Club, played Red Dead Redemption 1, which is what caused me to be very excited about Red Dead Redemption 2. Can, can I just sidebar you for one second on that? Sure. With with table tennis, did you ever get in touch with a man by the name of Brett Evans? No, <laughs> I actually... Hmm. Have I you heard of, heard of Brett I've Evans? I've heard of Brett Evans. <laughs> okay. And I did Anybody table... that's touched that game has probably heard of Brett Evans. I did table tennis long before... Um, <laughs> TA is where it's at now, um, oh, okay. long before Discord, long before any of that stuff. I think I completed table tennis uh, probably eight years ago. Oh, man. And well. <laughs> uh, so Brent Evans was not a thing when, okay. I, when I did table tennis. Well, let me just briefly explain it to those who don't know. Uh, the There's this really lucrative table tennis uh Rockstar Table Tennis is the game, and it's uh, the GOAT. Uh, it's a Achieve the Highest True Skill rating, and it's uh, worth 600, well, it's like 500 TAD. So it's, you know, desirable when you're in a stupid contest. And so uh, if you get this, you will be inundated with messages by Brett Evans, who is in a, a flop sweat trying to get this achievement. And he wants you to, you know, basically hand it to him, because that's how this works, is you get it, and then you pass it on to somebody else. And so... Uh, Brett Evans wants to get in the rotation and I have no idea if he's ever obtained it, but I must've got at least 10 messages from this guy. And, uh, yeah. And I'm not alone in that. <laughs> so no, no, his and, name and, has and, been brought up many times. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. So if you get the goat achievement, just be ready to be contacted by a very, uh, resilient young man or whatever woman. I don't know. Bre- uh, Brett Evans. Anyway, just be ready to be contacted by uh, Brett Evans. Okay. All right. Enough about Brett Evans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the the goat is is obviously still very desirable, and but now the thing about and, and I'm trying not to get too much off topic here, but games like table tennis, it had a daunting list, but it was uh, an enjoyable game. I enjoyed every minute I I played of table tennis. That's that's cool. <laughs> I didn't. I mean, I just got the uh, Chewy basically handed it off to me and. Uh, uh, along with the uh, the individual we just mentioned, and that was my extent with it. And then I got rid of it as fast as I could, and I, I haven't touched it since. So. Smart move. I, in fact, I probably <laughs> still have a fairly high level because I think I only passed it one time. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, here comes Red Dead Redemption 2 riding in on the horse. And oh, yeah. It, it is just... It, it's good some painful achievements in it that just don't really I guess the way they're structured don't necessarily make sense because they're meaninglessly I guess obtuse <laughs> would probably be the correct word for it and one of them is uh, that sticks out is the earned 70 gold medals and story missions mm, that does sound uh how many uh, story missions are there? Um, there's a lot. So you don't have to be like perfect then. You kind of do. 
Oh, gosh. <laughs> because <clears throat> if you don't do something right, it can lock you out of progress towards it. Mm. So, like, if you go through the story and you're working on a gold medal in one of the missions in Red Dead Redemption 2, if you fail some of the objectives, then you can't get the gold medal, and then you have to... So it's missable. Kind of. It's, 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 it's really difficult to explain, okay? Well, it's a good thing you chose it for a podcast, then. <laughs> yeah. All I know is it just seems to be... <laughs> It detracts a little bit from what Red Dead should be. Okay. Which is a, ultimately at its core, it, and this is just my personal experience with the series, is it, it's very much driven on story and atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Now, when you're sitting here with gold medals in the back of your mind and knowing that you could potentially kind of mess up an achievement... Mm-hmm. throughout the entirety of the game, it really kind of distracts from the actual core game itself. That At least that's my own personal feeling on it. That's why I'm I'm putting this into the bad list category. Okay. Because that's what I think of. Is, uh, I mean, obviously I'm never going to play this game because it's uh, it lost me when I saw 200 plus hours and then only worth like 2000 tad like, yeah yeah i'm good uh, I, there's other there's better options out there but i, there I do know yeah i do know that a lot of people um you know were all you know hot and bothered about this game and and you know to me i never played the first one and then the second one i mean obviously i wasn't gonna just start all of a sudden and, and but my understanding is is that you know it's like realism like you got to do everything kind of uh, where you, you know, it's like they really focused on realism kind of a thing. And so to add in this gold medal thing seems like it would go in stark contrast of that, which is, I think, what you're describing. Yes. And honestly, and, and for the history buffs out there, you know, and especially the Alan Wake fans, <laughs> Red Dead is largely the reason that Alan Wake did not have its initial success upon launch. Oh, when, yeah. yeah. It came Red, at the same time, right? Yes. When Red Dead 1 launched, it was the same day as Alan Wake. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, that's, a, so, that's a tough break. Yeah, so, you know, it, it is. But, again, Red Dead Redemption 2, and another thing about the actual game itself is it is one of the slowest starting games that I think I've honestly have ever played. Um, the first couple of hours into the game, it's just, it's very sluggish. Mm -hmm. Um, it has a very difficult time, I guess, getting its foothold. And, you know, in my case, it kind of tuned me out a little bit because it didn't give me enough at the beginning to kind of keep it going. Mm -hmm. And, and there's, I know there's games that are guilty of that. That really doesn't have much to do with the achievement list. But, you know, it kind of does. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, they got, it's got 51 achievements in it. So, you know, it's like, it's, <laughs> it seems like it's, it could spread them out pretty evenly. You know, at least one every four hours. 
A- absolutely. And the, <laughs> the sad thing is, is there's a bulk of them are multiplayer achievements. Okay. So, again, another thing that, you know, is there's a core, you know, group of people that aren't big on a ton of multiplayer achievements, and this game is littered with them. Um, to the tune of, I, I believe, don't hold me to this, this is just off the top of my head, I believe it has roughly around 15 multiplayer achievements of the 51. Oh, jeez. So, that, you know, that's a, personally, I, th- I think a lot. You know, for a game that is ultimately atmosphere and story driven, in my eyes. Right. Now, some people may disagree with that assessment, and I, I, I totally get it. Again, I'm just looking at this, you know, I'm looking at Red Dead Redemption 2 through my eyes and my experience. And Have you have you sampled with the multiplayer? Because I have a question on Yes, that. I have. All right, so... Because what it reminds me of is, and this might not be a good comparison, it might be, I'm not sure, but it reminds me of uh, when Ash Creed, uh, the one in France, I guess it was Unity or Liberty or something, and so, (laughs) whatever. (laughs) What an awful game. Okay, maybe that was it. But they added the multiplayer missions, uh, you know, little thingamajig in there, where uh, you would join up and do like a group mission. And so, uh, you know, the Ask Creed series is really based heavy on atmosphere and things like that. Yes. Or at least that's what it's designed to be. That's not how people play it, but that's the way it's designed to be. And so uh, you had the purists that were trying to, you know, sneak around, not get noticed. And then all their <laughs> their dang teammates are just like rushing in, like hacking and slashing all the cards. And, you know, just like uh, very heavy handed and uh, getting noticed immediately and then just killing everybody. And then you win the mission. And then like if you're one of the purest uh, members of that squad, you're like, what the hell was that? Like, that's not how I want to play this game. So to me, I wonder if there's an element of that in Red Dead Redemption 2, where you got the people that are trying to do it the right way. And I don't know if there's a cheese method to Red Dead Redemption where you're like, overly violent or something no because you can't be overly violent you know assassin's (laughs) creed is at its core is a stealth game no it's a hack and slash game yeah i still i I swear it is you're not supposed (laughs) at least with a single player you don't really play it like leroy jenkins (laughs) <laughs> yes, that's how everyone plays it. You get because you like max out your stuff so early, and then you're like invincible. So you're like, okay, so I could either sneak around or I could just kill everybody and just be done with it. Oh, let me think. Mm, I'm just gonna kill everybody. Okay. Well, yeah. the, the, those folks, you know, Ubisoft has a great game for them. It's called Far Cry. <laughs> okay, <laughs> they want to play it like that. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's um, no the, the the multiplayer is designed to you know it's the Wild West. So, you know, you pretty much do it, you know, you play it how you want to. Okay. But again, like you said, it, it, it gets up there in the, the category of bad list because you get to reach, you know, rank 50 online, mm-hmm. um, which yeah. you also had to do in Red Dead 1. Um, you know, there's rank achievements and then you got to do, you know, like you get to get MVPs, mm-hmm. things of that mm-hmm. nature uh, can, in the can, online. Can you cheese it? Can you cheese it like if you get like a buddy that's a level fifty and you just go and like shoot him in the head and you get like super levels or anything? Like that? No, no, oh, okay. not not at least what I did did it. No, okay. no, it just takes a little while. It's it's like at most Rockstar games, a little bit of a grind. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but I think it's, it was a little heavy on the multiplayer, uh, which kind of makes sense because Red Dead Redemption 2 was ultimately kind of released <laughs> for multiplayer purposes, but that's not what it was born on. Gotcha. Yeah, so, you know, I was kind of let down um, with the achievement list. Uh, I have not completed the game. Um, having a very difficult time really, I guess, embracing the game, if you will. And it's not even the 200 hours, because I've got plenty of those under my belt. Uh, I, after all, I have played many a Forza game. <laughs> so 200 yeah. hours is no problem. Bless your, bless your heart, man. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, so, so there's no there's no regret then. So you're not regretting you know being the completionist that you are that you put this uh, monstrosity on your tag that you're gonna have to get all these gold oh, medals and all that. I have a ton of regret. Okay. I, I wish I could go back in time and you know and and get the mulligan for this one. <laughs> what was going through your head uh, when you uh, fired it up and uh, uh, probably got either back in the mud for completing chapter one or yeah I, yeah I I had regret kind of two to three hours into it, like, oh no, <laughs> what have I done? Because <laughs> there's I imagine. one thing there. to be a bad game, you know, with a at least a moderately manageable achievement list, mm-hmm. you know, that, that that's okay. But when you're a good game with a bad achievement list, it's just like, do I really, I would have much rather played it on another platform, mm. truth be told. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a blemish on your record. Yes. Again, Red Dead Redemption 2, um, not a good achievement list. I, I personally did not enjoy it. I, again, some people are very staunch defenders of a lot of Rockstar games. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not really great in the game itself. This is just the achievement list. <laughs> I got you. Uh, so... I personally, Elroy, if I was you, two thumbs down, two very big fezzik sized thumbs down. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, for the achievement list, and and I would steer clear from it, especially if you're a completionist, and especially if you like, like you had mentioned earlier, the TAD. You can probably spend time elsewhere if that if that's what you know rocks your boat. <laughs> I mean, you could even make more than that playing just 360 games. That's how bad this ratio is on absolutely on tad tad per hour. I mean, <laughs> yes, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, not a good yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, you don't have to worry. I I don't think I'll ever lose my mind and actually put that on my tag. So, uh, and if there was any small inkling, uh, you have definitely squashed it. So, <laughs> okay. So, I appreciate well that. Well, yeah, so your work time, is done. Time for you to, to <laughs> cleanse our palate a little bit here. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. Let's do this. So, uh, so I wanted to preface my good list uh, by saying that uh, I'm starting to get impressed by all the value that you can get for Xbox Game Pass for PC. Uh, I I just when it first came out, it was kind of like an afterthought, you know, just a way to upcharge you. But this is you know, it's it's they're really actually working on it. It's actually got some good value in it. So with that in mind, for the first time in one list to list history. I'm going to go with an exclusive Windows game. Interesting. Yeah. So this game was published by Xbox Studios. So, you know, it has a, a degree of, uh, well, a pedigree to a it. A pedigree, yep. Yes, yeah. You need to do it and, there. Uh, <laughs> yep. 
And uh, it had, I was like, degree? No. Oh, pedigree. Yeah, yeah. That's like a yeah, bigger <laughs> degree. Yeah. But it has a, an impressive, and a very impressive 400,000 tracked gamers on TA. And, wow. Yep. Give or take 398,000. Now, um, okay, it's got 2,000. Okay, but... It's still quite a gem. And this game was released in 2013. It has 95 achievements and is worth approximately 1,200 TA. And that game is Disney Fairies Hidden Treasures. Interesting. Yes. So <laughs> it's uh, it was made by... Uh, Hit Point Studios. Uh, it's the same group that made Adara, which is that. Yeah, other it, point it, yeah. This game is in Game Pass. Um, well, I just went with a Windows exclusive. Oh, okay, okay. I got <laughs> in you. honor. Yes, that was kind of confusing. I, that is an important uh, distinction. Yes, I don't even think you can get this game anymore. Is it? Uh, I just recently fired up a Windows Eight machine and did it. So. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, I thought that my window was probably closing. I think you could have done it like. Windows 10 at some point. I, there was something before I became an achievement hunter where you could get it for like Windows 10 or something. I don't know. It was a whole thing of some sort, but uh, I don't, I'm not sure on the history on that. Someone else probably knows it. And just well, it at it me. does say here that the game is only available to download and purchase on Windows 8 PCs. So yeah, it were... is still available. Right, but I think there was something where you could access it maybe, or maybe it was free at some point. I don't know. So everyone... It seems like a lot of people got it on their tag when something happened, but I can't remember what that something was, but there was some extenuating circumstance. So, um, yeah, so you can just uh, yell at me in uh, the Discord of what the hell was. I wish I could tell you, but it was before I, I've only, I'm still kind of relatively new to the uh, achievement hunting world. Uh, uh, but, uh, yeah. So do, you, you do you want to know my, my personal history with this game? Oh, Absolutely. So this, I actually, it appears that I used this game in the very first iteration of the, um, the the Leapfrog hmm. format that was current that was run last year, where you every day you have to earn one more achievement than the previous day. Hmm. I used this in the first iteration of that Leapfrog. Fantastic. Yep. Well, that's cool. I uh, I used it for. Uh, I was going to mention that, that it is good for competitions. And uh, I used it for uh, a certain week in a contest that shall not be named where you needed five-point achievements because it has a ton of five-point achievements in it. So, uh, And also, I was thinking of saving it for like if there was a hypothetical bonus that involved doing the alphabet of some sort because it has every letter besides J, V, X, Y, and Z. So it has... Uh, yeah, 21, 21 different letters. Yeah, 21 different letters. And there's a lot of rare letters in there that you can get, like a, a K or, a, uh, you know, some of those uh, unusual ones are in there, a Q, uh, different ones like that. But uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's got 95 freaking achievements and you can get them all really quick. So I was going to talk at great lengths about this, about how well I like this game and that it, it was kind of like uh, the grandfather of... Uh, point and clicks and how it did it right and how all these new school point and clicks are not so great and how they you know they, like the artifacts mondays are all the same and where you just gotta you know get something within you know click on x number of achieve you know items in x amount of seconds and then 
making getting one for no mistakes. So like they use the same freaking list like in all of them, and yeah. I don't know. There's there's a bunch of point clicks out there that just um, just don't really do it for me. But uh, but this game did do well. I just very quickly it gives you uh, a couple of timed ones that were just. Uh, challenging enough to to make it interesting where it would wake you out of the slumber of just clicking on a bunch of random stuff so uh there's one that was where you it's actually the highest ratio achievement in the game which is not saying much because i think it was like a 1.3 or something like that but uh but basically you have to create the ultimate scare rat contraption in oh gosh got a kitten in the way sorry uh in 45 (laughs) seconds uh all right i got a, a kitten named zuzu that just She's in full kittenitis. I'm so sorry. All right, there she goes. Okay, now, uh, but there's a couple that are pretty cool, and then there's a couple where they make you explore a little bit, where you got to click on things in the background that you would not normally click on, and when you do it, they actually some animation occurs that you wouldn't have seen otherwise, and yeah, you know, it's just a good mixture in it and all that good stuff. And then there's a bunch of mini games that have some achievements tied to them that you would not normally have played outside of the story, and so it makes you go back and actually play some of the mini games and actually grow to kind of appreciate it. Like the the mouse polo was kind of fun, uh, where you get a you're like riding a mouse and you get a it's like playing polo. I do polo. remember that. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that one that was actually a fun little mini game, and there's a bunch of achievements tied to it, uh, an unusual amount actually. So um, there's a, a goal line defender achievement uh, for doing something with a teammate, I forget, and then there's a landslide one for scoring X amount of points or something like that. So there's a, there were several of them, uh, and there was a several tied to uh, the Pixie Cart Derby one. But that one wasn't as good. It was that game was kind of annoying uh, because you had to like avoid stuff and the track and the controls were a little creepy and I don't know. So anyway, so I was going to talk at great lengths about this game, but then, but then, in another one list, two list first, I decided to hell with this game because I played one that's even better today. <laughs> so I'm calling an audible, and Uh-oh. I am going to tell you about a game that actually did the things that I thought this game did well, but it did, did it better. And that game is The Procession to Calvary. So, Ooh. I think that uh, you have not played this one? I have not, but I have okay. I have seen it. Um, I, I believe it is on Game Pass. It is, yes. This and is a Game Pass. So It was go. actually on... Uh, I believe a very short list for the contest that should not be named. <laughs> um, I think that was on the short list for last week, and it did not make the cut last week. Hmm. But okay. well, um, it was on my short list. I was, I definitely had ha- had it on my radar, and I still do. <laughs> you um, should, and I'll tell. You, I will. I will sell you on this game. So. You are you familiar with like uh, Monty Python and all that? Absolutely. Okay, so this game is to me is kind of like if Monty Python made a game. Okay, <laughs> this game. And so I know that some uh, is Big L played this game. See, I know he's a big uh, it, Big L has not played this game. That is very shocking. If he knew, he probably would play it tomorrow. But it is um, like the humor. It's hysterical. Like the whole premise of the game is that you're a crusader and 
uh, you're really enjoying killing people, and then all of a sudden the decree comes out that you can't kill people anymore because uh, the holy war is over, and you're very upset because you enjoy killing people, and so it's kind of like this moral quandary as you are trying to cope with not just being able to walk around and kill people, you know, for glory kind of a thing. And so uh, it's really, in fact, it's all done like with old timey type drawings like you would see in you know ancient i say ancient but like i don't think renaissance but pre-renaissance uh you know paintings and stuff that it's that style and so uh kind of like monty python's little cut scenes with like you know people bending over and blowing horns out their their arses and and stuff like that it's it's kind of that kind of humor but it's like that's all through the game where they're in the background and everything. And so the uh, but the game itself is awesome. But the achievement list is awesome as well. So that's why I called this Audible. So well, the achievement list. Oh, go ahead. I, I will say when you're talking about that humor, I'm just looking at some of the achievement names. And they, they <laughs> yeah. have some pretty humorous achievement names in it. Yes, yes, yes. That's because that is this game. So... Um, yeah, I have not finished this game, but I've in, in, been enjoying it immensely. Now, if you are easily offended uh, by blasphemy, uh, you might not want to play it uh, in that they basically, uh, yeah, they, uh, they they don't have very good thoughts about uh, the Son of God and uh, basically liken him to a magician, a, a street magician. So there he goes. Spoiler alert. So, uh, but I'll let, I won't spoil uh, too much of that conversation, but just know if you are uh, going into a game and, and uh, you're easily offended by such, uh, you may not enjoy this game as much, but that's only on one playthrough. So it has multiple playthroughs, and that's another thing that I really like about this achievement list. So, And this is something that I'd like to see on other games as well. And so the I can think of a couple right off the top of my head. And so... This game starts off, if you're doing it, there is a walkthrough for it. So if you're doing the first walkthrough, you'll get about four or five achievements. Uh, well, maybe more, like six, uh, six-ish. And so that walkthrough, the one that, on the, the first playthrough, I should say, if you follow the walkthrough, is the most fun. And that is the serial killer playthrough. <laughs> and so there's an achievement for a serial killer, and you'll unlock... Uh, you know, the first ending, there's an achievement for each ending. It's, you know, the end number one, the end number two. So I guess they went sequentially. So end number one is for being a serial killer, which is you walk around. And so the whole point of the game is like most point and clicks where like, you need to cross a river. Okay, well, how am I going to cross a river? Well, let me talk to the boats person. The boat person says, hey, I need some paddles. So then you got to go find some paddles. And then, you know, someone's got some paddles, but they need like a, you know, a diamond so they can etch something out of gra- glass or whatever, right? And so, yeah. um, you're right. So that's, that's kind of how point-and-click games work. So the way this playthrough <laughs> works is uh, you need uh, some oars. And so... You walk over and there's you know somebody with some some crutches and so you basically pull out your sword and you cut them in half and then you take their 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 <laughs> their or the oars that they were using and then you go and and so it like fast tracks the game and you you get to the end of the game like in 15 minutes because every time that you need like 
something to pass. You just you're like shoving your your sword through their head, and and it's really funny, like graphically how they pull it off. Like you either cut them in half, or it's just over the top gore, and it's hysterical. I mean, it really is funny, and uh, and so <laughs> as funny as gore can be, I guess. And um, <laughs> but but I was thinking. How awesome would this be if every game added a serial killer achievement playthrough to their game? And the ones, of course, that came to mind were uh, Life is Strange um, and then uh, whatever the hell that one game was called, uh, Why Not or or Give Me a Reason. Or, uh, what the hell is what that What about name? The Raven? I, can't, uh, I have not played The Raven. Okay, we should add a serial Tell me why. Here. Tell me why. Tell me why. That's right? the game I was thinking. Or, I think that's the name of it. Tell me why. That sounds right. Yep, tell it's me like, why. It was... It's like a bunch of teen nanks and they're... Yeah. yeah. Oh, so bad. Yeah. Uh, no, a serial killer achievement would have been perfect in that game. Uh, but, no, I haven't done The Raven, so I don't know about that one. But uh, I, I, I'm just imagining how how much fun that would be, like in some of these point and clicks, even uh, where you just <laughs> walk through and you just you're just murderizing everything. It's just so funny. Kill everybody. Um, yeah, and so if nothing else, if just for that achievement alone, it definitely deserves to be on the good list. And so the achievement is called Serial Killer. And uh, like all the achievements for this game, they have really cool descriptions where they try to yes. make it sound all uh, old English uh, saintly, I guess. So like uh, for Serial Killer, the description is, and for your lifeblood, I will surely demand an accounting and from each human being too. <laughs> and so, you know, it's just, it's just, it's very thematic in their achievements. It would have been so easy just... You know, yeah. killer, serial killer, you know, kill everyone, right, for the description. No, they they took the time to come up with something clever for each of the achievements, and I appreciate that. And so there's all kinds of fun little achievements in there, like uh, right off the start where you are, uh, when you start the game, there's like a, somebody worshiping uh, some dude, and you basically spank them on the on their buttocks, and you get an achievement for that. Um, just that's the kind of game this is. All right, so fun achievements and multiple playthroughs. Is it much of a turnoff that every achievement in the game is missable? Uh, well, and again, the game's procession to Calvary. Uh, I probably should have said that a few more times, but uh, no, because there's a walkthrough. If there wasn't a walkthrough, that would be a turnoff. But if there is a walkthrough that is very good that you can go right through, I mean, it's like, I just I just followed it, and it's been dead on. So it's not a, like an overly complex game. So Yeah, the reason I ask that is, is because I find as I'm getting older, <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely hate playing games with walkthroughs. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, it, it's something I, I... I don't know if it's my attention span waning a little bit uh-huh. um, as, as I age, but, uh, you know, like back in my 30s, I had no problem if I needed to walk through and just kind of power <laughs> through a game if I had to or yeah. if I got stuck okay. somewhere or whatever. Huh? But now I, I almost get to the point where I cringe if I have to use a walkthrough. <laughs> wow, okay. Well, yes. that's... A- because you, you see the end in sight, and uh, you just uh, don't have time for that. Uh, it's just kinda... Yeah, that's and I just wanted to ask, you know, like if it was like a big turnoff, you know, with the missable achievements, um, you know, and, and I'm just speaking again on personal experience because I would look at that and say, uh... okay. <laughs> well, well, okay, well, here you go. Let me put it to you this way. So 
you could play through it and just try to get the achievements as best you can. It's not overly complex. It's, sure. it's really obvious what you have to do because it's like, oh, my feet are cold. And then, like, previous scene, there's, like, socks laying on the ground. So, you know, like, you just it's pretty obvious the stuff sure. that you got to do. So you could easily just go through it and probably pop most of the achievements and then you'll see which ones you're missing. And the game is only a one to two hour completion. So, and that's with two playthroughs. So probably each playthrough is like an hour. So you could go through it literally 50 times and you still would be only a quarter of the way done with Red Dead. So, uh... <laughs> Okay, sold. <laughs> yeah. you, you have now swayed the pendulum back in the other yes. direction. There you go. So it, what I'm saying is the buy-in is pretty little here. So okay. yeah. so, and, and it's yeah, on Game and Pass. It, so, hey, you know, yeah. winning. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's yeah. little to no buy-in. Just download right. it. Sorry, right. yeah. So there you go. And it's uh, and if you're using it for a certain contest, uh, it's 300 points. So there you go. And it also, pretty, uh, it appears as work. if it is also uh, Play Anywhere, so you can play it on your console or PC. Yeah, I played it today uh, at, well, work, uh, with air quotes under it. Uh, uh, I was doing, uh, <laughs> I have an eSports uh, team, and uh, so while they were playing, I was just sitting at my desk playing this. And, <laughs> and, and, and what just a good for teammate. A funny yeah, well, they, they don't need me. I mean, I just—I got them all rolling, and you know, I got some me time. And so, what is funny though is that at the end, um, I see—I actually respect this game, so I'm not going to spoil it. But at the end of the serial killer uh, achievement, your reward is one that makes a lot of very interesting noises and uh, has nudity on the screen at the same time, and so. It was not an ideal time for one of my students to, you know, kind of wander over to see what I was playing as they oh, heard no. <laughs> a bunch of screaming. And so if you've played the game, you'll know what I'm talking about. But it's the end of the serial killer playthrough where to get the final achievement, you must, uh, like, uh, click on a few things a few times. And each time you do it, it makes a terrible noise. So uh, that draws attention. And then when they come look at your screen, they see uh, some nudity. So... It wasn't the best. You're not going to be seamless. on national news anytime <laughs> no, soon, no. are you? Or no, well, it's like it's not like realistic. You know, it's like all you know, right? Elizabeth, you know, all I was. I don't know if Elizabethan is even the right <laughs> term, but it's like all old school paintings. So no, it's not like they're going to get their jollies off. It's just more weird than anything, <laughs> like because they think that I'm getting my jollies off of it. But no, right? <laughs> so yeah. El, anyway, Elroy, anybody who's played the game will know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> so just imagine, you know, getting the drawing the attention of some teenagers. You know, here's this weird, you know, 40 year old guy playing this game with this on the screen. So anyway, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> but um, anyway, so that's all I got. So hopefully you'll play it and you'll. I think you'll like it. It's it's really good. And so. Um, yeah, there you uh, go. I'm that's that's, that's my good list. I'll give it a rip. All right, man. Well, I think we went a little long today, but uh, probably because I tried to shoehorn two games in, so that's probably my fault. So, but uh, thanks for uh, recording with me today on uh, on one list, uh, two lists. So always glad to uh, be invited to to join you for these, and and definitely have a good time. Looking forward to <laughs> yeah. playing some procession to Calvary and 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm get looking forward to my, not playing. Uh, <laughs> I'm yeah, looking get, forward to not playing Red Dead. <laughs> get away from my obligation to play in Red Dead too. <laughs> oh man, for, absolutely. So, all right. Well, uh, give us a holler. Tell us what you think of our choices, and uh, I'm sure you'll get more of more information on that than I will for besmirching the the name of such a heralded. Uh, you know, speaking of blasphemy, I should say. So, <laughs> right. Yeah, so anyhow, thanks for listening, y'all, and uh, y'all take care. See ya. Hello, I'm Walker Pale, and Big L asked me to cover something less niche than I normally do. So how about I take a look at the sequel to one of the most popular and profitable games in the world with over 1 billion players, Crossfire. Crossfire was released on PC as a free-to-play in 2007, grossing 12 billion dollars in revenue as of 2018, and remains one of the most played games on the planet. Yet I had never heard of it until its sequel was revealed as a Xbox console exclusive, as the game struggles to be taken seriously outside of Asia. Crossfire X is a team-based terrorist versus law enforcement first-person shooter, and it is terrible. Aside from graphics, I'm sure Crossfire is superior in every way to Crossfire X. Even the player animation might be better in the 2007 game compared to the one released in 2022. It looks fine up close, but stutters at not much of a distance, which just looks awful. The virtual mouse pointer driven UI is really bad, and sometimes it just doesn't work. Menus sometimes get stuck with no way to interact with them and the controls are very bad and overly sensitive with a controller, offering no aim assist. You can tell this was made for mouse and keyboard, which I don't think it even supports. Crossfire X's executive producer publicly apologized for the state of the game, promising to fix some of the worst issues the game is plagued by, but I do not believe it will ever be enough. I'm not sure there's enough of an audience for a throwback B-tier 2010 FPS multiplayer with pay-to-win mechanics on Xbox in 2022. The multiplayer is free-to-play, but it's by all accounts lackluster single-play campaign you have to pay for. Half, note half of the campaign is supposed to be free for Game Pass subscribers, but it didn't work at launch and I don't know if it has been fixed yet. After only hearing less than stellar takes on the campaign, I decided to not bother with it, as it doesn't have any achievements. The achievement list is very easy, but a bit time-consuming, but I'll return to that subject later. Crossfire X was released on the 10th of February and it hit the charts as the 13th most played game on Xbox. But my guess is it will never get close to that position again as 4 days later the lobbies did not even fill up in its team deathmatch mode. Crossfire X gets a lot of flack for being old school. It very much feels like they've remastered and poorly ported a 2007 PC game, but even back then many of its bugs and strange design decisions would have been unacceptable, at least in the western market. At release, the game has 6 modes on 6 different maps. 2 modern modes where you can sprint, aim down sights, 
pick perks and score bonuses. And for classic modes where you can't use those features with the exception of being able to use sniper rifle scopes. These standard weapons have ridiculous recoil to the point where any subsequent bullet after the first goes way above where you'd expect in any other shooter. The best way to get headshots is aiming for the enemy's crotches up close or even feet if they are far enough away. Since gamers have been encouraged to aim for the head in FPSs for decades and Crossfire X has an achievement for 100 headshots, new players almost always spray their bullets above their enemies' heads, which I'm sure make them very frustrated as they get mowed down by more experienced players over and over. Weapon handling overall is abysmal right now, which the developers have apologized for and promises to fix in the future. This won't fix the other glaring weapons issue. The reason Crossfire is so obscenely profitable is because it is pay to win, which Crossfire X is as well. I don't know if it's intentional, but I found the black market shop lady really funny as she disinterestedly keeps playing with fat wads of cash while you browse what's on offer. Every time I encountered non-standard weaponry, the players wielding them performed significantly better than the rest. I don't have high hopes for Crossfire X's future. Even if they fix the most glaring issues, the playbase that remain will be wallet warriors buying their way to victory. The pay to win balancing is on full display for non-paying players while playing the modern matches where you can purchase bonuses such as invisibility and the flat out overpowered boogeyman after getting enough score in a match. As the boogeyman, you have 5 times as much health as normal with rapid health re regeneration, you move faster, you dual wield rapidly reloading submachine guns and have 5000 bullets instead of the ordinary 200-ish bullets. The most positive thing I have to say about Crossfire X is that it has a very easy achievement list with a rather high ratio as most stop playing it when they realize the game is such a trash fire. As of the 15th of February, its 12 achievements are worth 1000 game score and 3100 TA and can be completed in around 10 hours with little skill, but it will be faster if you win the matches. There are no solo modes in multiplayer, meaning your performance is unlikely to change the outcome of the team matches. As long as you actively play, you'll easily get 100 kills and 100 headshots before getting close to the 100 matches played. One nice thing is that a win counts as two matches and headshots counts as two kills for achievement purposes. Team deathmatch is the fastest mode to play, as long as there are enough players, a match usually lasts around 10 minutes, but it can drag out to 20. The nano mode will probably be the preferred mode by boosters, as it almost always counts as a win and can be over in a few minutes, but can take close to 30 minutes with randoms. Right now, Crossfire X is objectively bad. If they fix the most glaring issues, I'm sure some would find the throwback FPS style fun, which I do from time to time. What I'm personally not okay with is the pay to win mechanics, even if they let me play the game for free. I very much hope they do not add any more achievements, as I was happy to uninstall it as soon as I finished the achievement list. Have a nice day everyone!